when you have sixty nine hundred individual beers, it's hard to find a a common beer. Unique, you ha- yeah, a common yeah, beer. You it's, have it's, you're not going to Ingles and get and finding another one. <laughs> you know? It's from oh, wow, a monastery I, in, in Cambodia, <laughs> made by thirty seven monks on okay. the thirteenth day of the thirteenth. Cambodia. All right. So. <laughs> oh my God! Here we go. No, Cambodian beer. No. y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast i am your host joel owner of reload rub and seasoning we got a great show for you today but i got sitting across from me right here the booze the man the myth the legend jeremy the kitchen white law Meh. sitting next to him the interim host we got here sitting in for the mr matt farr pitmaster and producer he's still on his uh what is it paternity leave mm-hmm. uh he is missed but we got the man we've got the one the only lou kittrell Blues and barbecue. What's up, buddy? Hey, y'all. Peaches. Oh, <laughs> I like it. yes. I like it. So, last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. Got a great show. Super stoked about this. Normally, we are bourbon and barbecue, but today we are switching things up and we're going to be drinking a lot of brewskis. Not so- just any brewskis. We're drinking some craft brews, guys. Some really good stuff. Uh, we brought in Lou here because Lou is going to be talking to us later, which we'll get into it, about his 12 days of... of Chris- 12 beers of Christmas. 12 beers right? of Christmas. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. So he's given us a small sample of his uh, knowledge on beers. But, but real quick, Lou, how many beers was it again that you have consumed uh, roughly 6,900. That's individuals, unique beers. Unique. Different beers. Yeah. So 6,900 unique beers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So in the last 10 years, that ends up being like 1.7 beers a day. A lot of sample sizes. There you go. You're right. It's not full sizes. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But, but not, I've just got to say, it's not, not just craft beers are we going to touch. We're touching on some holiday hitters. Holiday hitters. Holiday hitters. Holiday there we hitters. go. So, so Thanksgiving's out of the way. And now, I mean, like, we can't think of anything else but freaking ho, ho, ho. So Christmas time, let's get into, you know, the, 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 the festive spirit, cheer. And yeah. what, how better way than with some festive beers? I know. I'm pretty excited about it. I was saying before the podcast started that it felt kind of awkward that I don't have a glass of bourbon in my hand. But, Lou, you brought us these beautiful little, uh, what are these called? What would you call this? A beer sniffer or basic, a chalice? It's it's a small, it's almost like a snifter. Uh, it, it's snifter. like a little brandy glass. It actually came with, uh, I think, Bailey's Irish Cream in a gift set and uh, scarfed up a few free ones. So, ah, so you hmm. two got those, and we, he, got a, he got a nice one, too. I got one oh, no, from, from Yazoo, yeah. Oh, oh. Jeremy's all special. What is, what is, what is bulb? His well, peach-esque it's glass. It's because I'm, I'm, I'm bougie. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I got to say... Lou is our first in-house porn star because... <laughs> on the casting couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the well, casting couches here in the basement. I was wondering what all the cameras were for, but <laughs> I think I get it now. That's right. We're about to see what he's made of. And while it's not bourbon, porn can still be oh, an alcoholic yeah. beverage. So this is porn <laughs> on holiday a, edition. This is a grander scale because we're going to be having a lot of this uh, porn and hopefully we will all make it through it, through the end of it. But I want to catch up with you guys first. Um... 
What's some stuff that's been going on? Anything new? Anything y'all want to talk about? So I did something recently. Um, in a previous podcast, we we shat on bacon-wrapped Oreos a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, a, an absurd amount we shat on them. Like, constantly. Well, you did, for, for like, sure. 20 minutes straight, we shat on them. And um, <clears throat> I still stand behind that. But Lou did bacon-wrapped Oreos recently. And uh, how did you like those, Lou? Eh, to use one of your really good quotes, meh. It, they were, they, it was... I tried to do it uh, and cover all the S's, uh, smoky, sweet, savory, spicy, because I uh-huh. used a little spicy rub on it. They were good because bacon's good on anything. You could probably wrap a dog turd in bacon. Yeah. If you cooked it right, it'd still be good. Okay. A good piece of bacon, yeah. Ish. It's a little nutty. <laughs> little nutty. <laughs> it's full of nitrogen. <laughs> so, but, uh, and about half of them got eaten. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, we, so they're overhyped. Yeah, and I did it. Literally. You don't have to be nice, bro. Come okay. on. No, it's a bit of a no, fad. I liked them okay. I only did it to throw a picture on the gram. Yeah. Now, do you no, think really? someone's going to be like, all right, Lou, you got to bring those bacon-wrapped Oreos again no. that party? No, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, I'll, so 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 I made something um, to rise up to the bacon dessert challenge. Um, I made something of my own. So I made bacon s'mores. Mm. Oh, no, that I, sounds amazing. We, we, had, we, had a, we had a bonfire the other night. I cooked up some bacon in a cast iron pan, nice and crispy, little half slices of bacon. Put it, uh, you know, so graham crackers, uh, a little bit of chocolate, some bacon right on top of that, and a nice toasty marshmallow. And um, I would make them again. They were good. They were, they were, they were very good. So not mind-blowing, but good. I mean, like, a s'more is good. Like, I'm more of a toasted marshmallow fan. Like, I'd rather just chomp down on some toasted marshmallows. But if you like s'mores, which, like, my wife loves s'mores, a little bit of salty bacon right in there, Oh, see, see, I think I would like that. And that's different, though, because Mm -hmm. the bacon is finished prior to... Putting yes. it on the yeah. assemble, See, the assembly like, of the s'more. Like if you were going to do like a s'mores bar, I would I would throw some bacon in there. Say you're having a bunch of people over, you're doing a s'mores bar, throw some bacon in there. I'm so not. do the Reese cup and then oh, yeah. the bacon oh, and the, with the peanut butter. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm not a s'mores guy. Yeah. I, I like to. I eat s'mores. I like, s'mores. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way they taste a lot. I don't like dealing with all the sticky bullshit yeah. that yeah. gets allowed me when I'm in the woods and I get freaking dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Marshmallow dirt. That's right, yeah. You look like Chevy Chase when he's like got the pine on his fingers and he's uh, going through the, he's yeah. going through the magazine <laughs> in bed. Yeah, but. Like, like we made like half size ones for my kids they are like two and three years old and like they didn't even know what to do with them because they're so just big sticky mess. We ended up taking them apart and just feeding them the parts individually. Yeah, but. my kid like, he's like, hand it to me. And yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I wish that I was recording y'all's hands right now you all are like <laughs> we're like Ita- we're like italians <laughs> it's like little t-rex hands like trying to eat these things <laughs> <laughs> so uh all right i gotta but we have to dive in more on the oreo thing okay i got it you guys we've seen all the people do it but we haven't seen any have been with anybody that's actually done it so tell i want you to break it down give me the consistency you know all that jazz because jeremy was solid on it mm. that hang on i gotta get that dog all right, so the bacon-wrapped Oreos, I didn't, I probably should have pre-cooked the bacon a little bit. I like chewy bacon uh, I, in between. I sure. like, I used to like crispy, like almost burnt bacon, but mm-hmm. now I'm at a point where I like thicker, chewy, chewy. You like chewy. thicker meat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I felt like when I ate them. Yeah, hey. <laughs> with, with your thicker meat? But no, I did, did my- Did you specifically get like a thin cut piece of bacon for it? Or opposite. just whatever? I did a thick cut. Did you really? On purpose. Oh. Because uh, I- Bacon. 
<laughs> I know, but like I know. Oreo. Like, oh, the Oreo. I did. Okay. Now, I did these around my birthday, so I actually got... I wanted to buy the peanut butter Oreos because peanut butter bacon. Oh, And yeah, I really yeah. wanted to do that, but uh, they did not have any. So, well, next thought, these are around my birthday. I bought the birthday cake Oreos and did them with birthday cake Oreos, okay. which is even sweeter than the regular icing. Okay. It's still... Now, it didn't absorb... The bake, the icing didn't absorb all the bacon stuff, but the cookie did get not mushy, fall apart. Soft. Yes. Mm. But like in a good way, like when you've like dunked them Me, and I soaked just, in, in oh, milk. I ate everyone that I ate in two bites. See, I like soggy oh. Oreos that are like soaked in milk, mm. but I don't know about the well, pork I, fat. Pork soggy. Mm. Well, yeah. one of the things you, you're, you're talking about soggy Oreos, but cookies and cream ice cream is yeah. soggy. They are you soggy. Got, you got no, soggy I'm all, Oreos. I'm all about a soft cookie. Um, yeah. I like, like some cookies soft. No. That's what she said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So no, I so I cookies and cream are my favorite all the time. But I, we were all wondering that when you cooked it, mm-hmm. if 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 the icing was just gonna like, you know, it didn't melt out. I didn't. I could have probably cooked it five minutes longer. And another thing, I after watching other people do it, I made sure to do a loose wrap around the Oreo because if you do a tight wrap, the bacon shrinks when you cook it. Uh-huh. It squeezes that Oreo. Yeah, and you can see it oozing out. So I did a loose wrap. I just I, you know you. Watch the progression of everybody doing it, and I'm. It, now, it, did did you tempt the inside of the Oreo <laughs> when you were finishing them? Yeah, I used my, my no. You had your thermo pen. You yeah. made sure you got it to 165. You know, <laughs> make sure that pork was cooked all the way through. I did use apple wood pellets on it though. So oh, you saw it because you can tell a difference. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you wanted apple wood. Oh, absolutely. You don't want no hickory. That's too hard. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially on an Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. When I smoke my Oreos, yeah. So you just came off a trip in Nashville, yes, and you've got to visit somewhere that we have been dying to visit, and that was Peg Leg Porker. Tell us about it. Peg Leg Porker makes the very best dry rub Memphis style, West Tennessee style ribs I've ever eaten. I cannot duplicate it. It's that good. Mm-hmm. I and mean, his massive smokers outside, and his rub is got that little bit of Memphis Greek, that little bit of rendezvous ish, but still, and it's not overly sweet. It's not sweet at all. And you think of Tennessee barbecue as being a sweet. So savory. Yeah. And you do not want to sauce those ribs. They, he just. Yeah. Just unbelievably fantastic. Mm. So is it just, is it open like all through the, throughout mm-hmm. the week? Yeah, I think Sunday's the only day they're not open. Oh, we've got to go. Like we, we were, we were planning on going and then, you know, bullshit happened. And, and his then. his sides are good. His, all right. Tell me the sides. The mm. sides. The I mean, I've had the baked beans. I'm not a huge baked bean person, but the way they do theirs, oh, wow. they do the huge vats of baked beans. They put them under the ribs, and you catch the drippings. Ooh, Come um, on now. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's yes. great. And they smoke their mac and cheese, and it's incredible. See, uh, if you go early enough in the day, they have fried pies. Oh. There's a listing. They have a chocolate fried pie, and then if you're really lucky... The breakfast peach fries yeah. <laughs> a la mode did you have like a rager when you walked up there oh, yeah. and just saw the peach fries <laughs> I, had to, I had to untuck my shirt and put my jacket on <laughs> pull it down a little bit <laughs> excuse now, me while yeah, I it's such a gem though to find uh, <laughs> ribs like when you I, I just haven't found ribs out yet that I enjoy more than what 
we or Jeremy cooks. Right. Ribs can dry out so fast setting mm-hmm. under a heat lamp because mm-hmm. they're such a fatty, like they just dry out so fast. So if you're not getting them right off the smoker, like within yeah. an hour or so, like they're going to be dry on you. And that's the thing. It's, if you're not a po- real popular joint, they're going to do that. So mm-hmm. if you got, if you're moving them through, then you are, you know. Yeah. Like if a restaurant, a barbecue restaurant is open all day long and you come in at six and those, those uh, ribs came off the smoker at 10 a.m. or something, they've been sitting there for eight hours, you know. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Do you think they like trial out, like, you know, time out? Okay, like this oh, yeah. set of ribs I'm coming sure off at do. 10, 11. They got you know? a large crew. They got a lot of crew. Uh, are they a restaurant as busy as peg leg pork, I would yeah. imagine. Are they t- taking, like, are you allowed to go in and actually sit inside? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, I did uh, when I went uh, a couple weeks ago. All right. Yeah. We, we've got well, to go. We've been, we've been talking about going anyway. So it's, Were you able to see Casey? Carrie, Carrie, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I knew he meant. Uh, that's, that's what I meant. Charles, Charles, <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> Chuck C. Bringle. Carrie, uh, uh, if he if he was there, he was Carrie upstairs. Bingle. One of his sons works there too. I think all the time, and and I don't know his son, so he may have been working behind the counter. But it's really cool because I'll usually wear some kind of weird barbecue shirt when I go in there, and they're yeah, like, they know you're, you're uh, important. That's that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that guy. I, I bet he, he, he's here for the. I room. bet he's a taste he, tester. He, he's attractive. <laughs> he's a food attractive, critic. Handsome <laughs> gentleman. Yes, yes. See that hair? He's important. So what they else won't say that when you eat? get there, Joel. Huh? They won't be saying that when you get there. No, I feel like this guy looks homeless. This guy. This guy. He's handsome. So what else did you get to eat while you were in Nashville? Because you know it's about the food. Well, of course, Nashville hot chicken. Mm. Oh yes. Like three authentic. times. Three, three times. times. Oh tres, my goodness. Tres, tres, tres pollo. Tres pollo. Oh. Muy you, you might need some of caliente. my and then you might need some of my signature milk soaked um uh, wipes. If you, <laughs> if, you had, if you had uh hot chicken three times. Yeah, I, I uh, didn't go I didn't go damn hot or shut the cluck up. Mm-hmm. I just went hot. Okay. <laughs> See, that's that's where I'm at with with spice. I don't like that stuff that's so hot that I'm not enjoying the food anymore. It's hot enough. Hot is hot enough. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I ever had Hattie B's, and it's maybe the best texture of any of them. Bit into it, and I'm like, this is the best mm-hmm. texture of any chicken I've ever had. No. Any any chicken. Oh, no shit. And then about Four seconds later, my lips caught on fire, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh, <laughs> please, another beer. And I had three beers in front of me while I was eating that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fantastic, though. Yeah. yeah. They also have peach cobbler, Hattie B's does. So. Is it really oh. busy there, like, or was it easy to get in? I went later, because I didn't get off work till 8.30, so, no, we went on. And this is in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Hattie B's. There's yeah. several of them I've in Nashville. Nashville. I've been to Hattie B's before. It's fantastic. Yeah. I was telling Lou before the podcast. The first time, only time I've ever been there. So we're like, we got to get the really hot one. And I will <laughs> oh, say, no, hands down, best fried chicken ever. I mean, mm-hmm. just fantastic fried chicken. And like, we couldn't even feel our mouths. Like, hated you, your life. Your, your fingers are numb because it's so spicy. It's so good. Uh, and you just <laughs> yeah. keep eating it and keep eating it. But um, yeah. it's uh, it's rough. Now, are you eating this on like a sandwich or just straight up? No. With it, the pickles and all it's that? Half a, it's like a, it's like a half a breast bone on with a wing on it you know that that mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. uh just <laughs> rip the wing flavor is deep into the oh, into the meat because yeah. oh, they yeah. they probably marinate those they, yeah, there's all they're all secretive about but there's general marinades for what all the national hot chicken to get chicken use. that spicy and that flavorful you're you're doing so many layers of flavor a marinade um a seasoning before it gets fried uh seasoning the frying the oil seasoning the yes. the the batter season everything gets seasoned yeah. like, when can we go like <laughs> well we, 2021 that's when we'll go yeah because so, i'm ready we only have a few more weeks yes. left of 2020 once once covid decides to go on vacation um mm-hmm. so 
I had some hot chicken this week. Did you, Did you get hot, hot legs? No, I went the went the crystals. <laughs> crystal oh. Nashville hot chicks. Mm. Well, when you go hunting, <laughs> Wendy's Yum. spicy nuggets. When no. you go hunting, you usually get hot legs. There, no, yeah, dude. Now that honeybees. Um, so there's a place in uh, West Tennessee where I go where I hunt at, and it's a it's a little sports bar. It's called Seven Thirty One, and they have these things they call them hot legs, and it's not Nashville hot chicken, but they just take like. As a, uh, a really watery sauce like that and just like whoosh, right over the top of it. Over some chicken legs? Over some chicken legs. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Are they, they fried or are they? Fried. Okay. Yeah. yeah, fried and they are so sneaking good. But but it depends on the night you go, which cook you get. Because I've gone there before. <laughs> I've gone there and I've gotten them. They've been perfect, delicious. And then like the next weekend I go down there, because we, you know, we hunt every weekend. I go down there and it's melting my face. It's so freaking Oh, oh the sauce is different. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's no, crazy. The chicken's always pretty, pretty spot on, but yeah. like whoever's making the, the hot sauce, oh, I don't know if they got to the bottom of the bucket and I got some of the- Everything yeah. is at the yeah. bottom, like it sits down there. And, oh. Yeah, or whatever. But I went one time and I, I guess I offended the dude because I I was joking to the, to the I had a few beers, I was joking to the waitress. I go, hey, you know, tell your cook back there, make you things a little hotter. And I'm like, whoo, you know. I was insinuating these are hot as shit. I can barely eat them. <laughs> and, you know, she goes and she goes back there. The guy comes in and goes, you want those hotter? And I'm like, <laughs> no. He goes, well, she said you had a problem with the with the food and that it needed to be hotter. I'm like, God almighty. She did not she get a You're like, Well, she did not get a tip. Kind gentleman, I am a sarcastic asshole. That's like, right. Excuse me, Seth. <laughs> There's a you good, must understand. <laughs> there is 10 of us and one of you. We will whoop thy ass. There's a good way to, if you're with your buddies and, and you've been to a place before and they haven't, if, if it's something like that with a spice level, yeah, you just say, well, what do you like? And they'll say, oh, I like pretty spicy. And so, you, well, I'll order for you. I know what you can get. So you go up and you say, because this happened to me, <laughs> you, when you're ordering and it's, you say, he said, you can't make it hot enough. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. And I'm that, totally you doing that, do to that to you, Jeremy. So, yeah. Oh, no. no. Uh, <laughs> so, and then you, and you, you kind of let the cook know. He said you couldn't make it hot enough for he him. He said you's a bitch <laughs> and you can't make it hot enough. You like, can't make him cry. So I want to say somewhere like Hattie B's, like the, like we had like the, the hot, hot ones, but there was like another level beyond that. Yeah, there's an oil I think you can get because the guy told us yes, working yeah. there that you can pour on. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. yeah. Do the oil on top of the hot. That Oh, God. But I'm saying like somewhere like Hattie B's, like you could hurt yourself saying like make it hot as you can. When me like, and her were dating- do you remember Quaker Steak and Lube? Yes. yes. Okay, remember their Braveheart or whatever, the, the hottest the hottest one they had? Uh, one of her I mean, friends. Like bright red. One of her mm. friends and, and like <laughs> the guy she was dating, uh, we went there and he got some and he was he was just killing those things. And I'm like, I'll try one. Oh, God. <laughs> I was not, He was more man than me. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, I was crying and sweating and yeah, yeah it was no bueno. Well, all this hot talk's got me thirsty. Yeah. I think let's take a break. When we get back, we're going to dive deep into holiday beers with Lou. Let's do it. Let's go. Guys, so we are back from the break. It is time to throw down here at the Reload Podcast. I'm gonna pass it over to Lou. Lou has got a plethora of beers out in front of him right now, and he's poured us one already. I'll say this: it's orange in color. So, uh, Lou, 
Break it down, brother. Well, we are in Tennessee. hey Hold on, <laughs> Lou. Why don't you pass that can to Joel and have him pronounce the name of the beer for you? Good idea. That is a terrible idea. No, this, is, this is a great let me, idea. Let, let him drink it first because right, I don't, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, don't, we have don't say to do the, the name, but I want Joel to re- read the name. I'm going to fucking crush it. You no, are. Okay, you what, do you, are. what do you get out of the nose? Here's the way you do good tasting. So I, I went to a tasting, a, a, a cheese and beer tasting, a, a professional guy that's usually a wine a wine guy that does the wine and cheese tastings, and he said, beer is better with cheese because it's liquid bread. Ah. And it made so much sense. Mm-hmm. So what he had us do is nose the beer, like you, like a good bourbon, like a good it whiskey. Smells amazing. Yeah, it okay. Does. And then- um, some tangerine t- or some mango. Yeah, yeah it's very citrus. Yeah. And then do it again. Now, here's where, your, here's where your cheeses come in. Just take a little bite of cheese first. Which one? Which one? It doesn't matter. <laughs> These are all good. Now, go ahead and sip the beer. While you're chewing? Right after you. You got to swallow first. You <laughs> said, you'll get a lot more flavor after that. All right. That is so good. Yum. Yum. I like that. Oh, good. Let's, let's go. Okay, now, yeah. And just take you a few more. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> yeah, okay. So what that is, that is, a, as you can tell, a grapefruit beer. Oh, so it's it got makes a, total sense. but yeah. not as tart now, as you would expect, right? Because it's almost like uh, it's German. They do a lot of these. Uh, this is called. Hold on, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna show you what it is because I'm gonna change your mind on something that I've heard you say you don't like. Okay. All right. Oh, it's a long table. Go, go, gadget arms. Go ahead and pronounce that name right there on the front of that can, Joel. Ah, that would be Schafferhofer. Schafferhofer. Schafferhofer, yeah. Schafferhofer. And what kind of beer is that? I think it might be in there. Hefeweizen. There you that go. That is a wheat beer. Yeah. Didn't you not say he did not like wheat beers, right? I No, it's... it's uh, I know you don't like sours, but... It's he, it's these. It's Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. <laughs> <laughs> this, now, is this readily available yes, places? That's a, you can get that in Target. 12 packs. Delicious. Can and I see the can, please? you crush it this, at the lake. This, you know what this reminds me of? When I was a kid, my mom always liked to have a, a grapefruit for breakfast. Yes. Mm. So let's yeah. see yeah. what the ABV. Cut the grapefruit in half and do the, put yeah. the sugar on Same. It. My mom's same thing. Spoon. It's yeah. very high ABV. Uh, probably oh, this pulled is over gonna, for this one. Did it, you see the ABV one. on that? 2.5%. Yeah, that's right. That's why you take <laughs> so, these to the lake. Yeah. <laughs> Such a heavy hitter here. The Honest work, mouth, right? Honest work. Mouth boys wouldn't even, they wouldn't even think They'd about be shotgunning like three or four of those. Yeah. <laughs> no that problem. is a summertime. That is my wife's favorite beer. It's absolutely and I love it delicious. I mean, we just bought, like I said, the carries 12 packs of those. Gross. This is just refreshing. I love this. Yes, yeah. that's, it's, uh, it's almost an aperitif, you know, it's almost. Mm, oh the, yeah. I, it's I like very, that. very I like good. That word aperitif. Now well, Lou, do you care to go, kind of go into, um, you know, why the holidays are a good time to pick up all these different specialty beers? Sure. You get, Winter and fall beers and winter beers are my favorite anyway. But in the winter, they'll do spice beers. They'll do heavy beers. And usually they'll pair with the big foods you have. Uh, the holidays, you, you know, you, your hams, your turkeys, your uh, prime ribs, things yeah. like that. And and you need a hearty beer to go with that. So most of the ones we have here uh, are, well, another cool thing about it. In the craft beer industry, they started releasing uh, one of the first ones I'm going to hold up. Sorry, you guys on the podcast can't see this. The Anchor Christmas Beer. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year uh, 2020. This beer is, they've been doing a slightly different version of it for about 35 years, which is crazy. Anchor was one of the very first um, craft brewers. Uh, Fritz Maytag from family, the Maytag 
Yeah. Yeah. Washer and dryer family. Fritz bought this brewery in like 71, 72, was about to go out of business, and he started, he basically was one of the very first five craft brewers in the U.S. Wow. To go on a big scale. Anyway, this beer, every year they change the spices just a little bit. Great with dinner. Great with your cranberry sauce and your uh, your pies. Yeah. It goes with anything. You can uh, you can do it with your ham. You can do it with your turkey. You can do it with a, with a prime rib roast. Uh, if you want to do ribs. Yeah. I think it's good with that. Mm. Uh, so I feel like with the, these craft beers, what's mm-hmm. so special, Bob, and, and what I love about this time of the year is these craft breweries, they just start going all out. They yes. start really shelling out some, yeah. some heavy hitting, you know, like we would say holiday hitters, mm-hmm. I guess. Holiday hitters. But the, with beer, you can you can get some such complex flavors. You know, normally we drink bourbon on here. Mm-hmm. We get some really mm-hmm. great bourbons. But beer can just be such a gamut of different flavors and, and notes and spices. Yeah, you can throw fruits. Um, you can – beers uh, – a lot of the flavoring. And, and it's just really four – that one has five because it's got fruit in it. Beer is four main ingredients. It's water, yeast, uh, your um, grain, and your hops. Yeah, and yeast has a lot to do. People think, oh, it's the grains, or oh, it's the hops. But yeast has a lot to do with your flavor. Huh. Yeah, uh, you'll and some of these we'll do later. Uh, you'll see that the uh, like the dark beers are darker roasted. It's like coffee, darker mm-hmm. roasted malt, and uh, therefore your stouts and your porters are darker roasted. All right. So just well, what makes yeah, what makes me most excited about beers like this? So we're not talking, you know, getting a full cooler of eighteen pack of Miller Lights or Coors Coors lattes or anything like that. These are really special beers where you can pair them with your dinners or enjoy them. You're not just going out and getting one of these anchor Christmas ales no. and you're gonna pound six or seven of them. No. You're gonna get that and you're gonna yeah. enjoy it with dinner. You're gonna enjoy it with like a cheese plate with your friends and yes. really be able to get all the tasting notes from it and stuff like that. And it just, for me, it just puts me into the holiday spirit. It's, I mean, it's just, it's relaxing, yeah. the cold air, you got a hot fire going and you could just sit down yeah. and really enjoy the flavors that are crossing that tongue. I uh, totally agree with that. I went to one beer tasting or the beer dinner. Mm-hmm. It was five courses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those are was, fun. It was Highland out of North Carolina. Great brewery. They're the first craft brewer in North Carolina, in Asheville. They started the whole trend. Oscar Wong, who started that company, is a brilliant, super, super, super nice guy. He just won uh, won the Craft Guild Awards for, oh, really? for his time in. Well, it was uh, down at the Sunspot, down in downtown Knoxville. And uh, it was great. I mean, it was, it was amazing to have these little samples of beer that actually were paired with, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And actually, it was like, wow, the first time I realized that beer and food, besides wings and pizza yeah. <laughs> right. wings and pizza <laughs> yeah no you know went that could actually go together pretty well all right so what we got what we got next all um, right next uh this i picked up in nashville while i was there uh a guy out of clinton named clinton tennessee named brandon jones is the i call him the funky brewer he's he goes by embrace the funk that's the label under yazoo that um they do their now, Yazoo's uh, Nashville. Nashville. It's right. probably Tennessee's biggest brewer. I got you. They're fantastic. And yep. It's one of my favorites. But they're, they have a side project, the Embrace the Funk yeah. project. They'll barrel-age beers. They do a lot of 
a Belgian. Now, Belgian's a style, and it's a kind of a yeast. Uh, there's Belgian yeast. Anyway. Yeah. That gets, you know, you know you can get it yeah, real fast. That'll <laughs> be beer 107. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not beer 101, beer 107. All right, so let do me. Do we need to rinse these or uh, just roll with you it? Could, or? You could just do a little of your water in it. All and right. Just, and then just drink the water. I'll do that because you can hydrate that way. Oh, that's a great idea. Or you can pour it in that bucket right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dump so, bucket, and then whoever loses at twenty-two and two later has to drink everything from that bucket. So this, the, this is uh, rather have one of those pocky chips. Embrace the funk, uh, saison de bois, which is a saison means season in French, and bois just means of wood, so season of wood. So they barrel aged this, barrel aged. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh huh. We're gonna see if I like this because I'm not I'm not a saison fan either. All right, now the trick with saisons is. Pairing, definitely pairing it with food. Now, we have cheeses here, and, and it's fantastic. But here, a Saison is your safest pairing beer of any because it goes with everything. Oh. What, what makes it a Saison? A sa- the Kind of the yeast blend uh, and the, uh, let's see. Oh, look at that. I always thought that meant like seasonal. Yeah. That's it what, is. That's what I always Saison is seasonal. Oh, okay. That's what it means. And, uh, but, of course, Saisons are year-round beers now. Look how pretty that is. It looks like a pilsner. I, mean, I don't know what kind of uh, of hops Brandon used. Uh, but Brandon is – I'm going to give Brandon a plug because he is a genius. He's a super nice guy. Every beer uh, – every beer I've ever had of his has been top-notch. Really, really, really good. And I've this, the Saison Dubois uh, – I'll pass that bottle over to you here in a second. Um, oh, to the couch. Yep. This, this beer, this style of beer is one of my favorites because it goes with everything. That's why I like it. Okay. So, get you a little more. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> we're, we're drinking a lot of beers. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's this one called? What's the whole thing? Cezanne Dubois. Uh, our version of a rustic Belgian farmhouse style ale brewed with a Pilsner and Oats. Pilsner and Oats, uh, fermented with a classic Wallonian yeast, Belgian yeast. Okay. And aged for six months in French oak barrels, basically. Ponchions were probably little barrels. Ponchions, yeah. Uh, a soft mouthfeel of wheat and rye gives way to a long, dry, and tart finish. All right, now where did you get this one? You said you got at it the, at, at the at brewery. The, okay. In from Brandon cooler. Jones? Yes, Brandon from Yasu. I feel right. so weird. Sniffing glass or sniffing glass, sniffing <laughs> beer like I two bourbon. This should be kind of floral, and I can I can smell the dry in it's it. It's yeah. funny. I almost never sniff my PBRs ever. <laughs> but try it and, is and fruity do, and perfumey. This is with any of these cheeses. It's going to be good with the cracker. It's going to be really good, and it'll cleanse your palate. But do a couple of noses on it, and then eat, eat some of that, and take another sip. This reminds me of a sour. Well, it's because of the Belgian yeast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lemony. Like you get the mm-hmm. lemon out of it? I get lemon Absolutely. right away. Very lemony. This is so up my alley. You like this? Oh, my gosh. That, a lot of that, and probably the color and the flavor are a lot from that French oak. Believe it or not. That they is they so pull unique. so much of that because they put it in new, put the beer God. in, hey. and pull that wood out of it. Yeah, pair this jazz with a cracker. This that's, is so that's good. Yes. That's fire. It, it's like a lemon balm. This is good. I, I, it's I like good. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's herbal, a little bit herbal, and it is dry. A little vinegary. Is it I like to it. you? I'm proud yeah, of I can pick up that. Everybody's And everybody's palate's a little different. 
Yeah. Oh. But I'm glad you all got the lemons because that's the first thing I got. I'm trying not to crunch in the microphone. <laughs> I do. I think you should. So what's ABV <laughs> on this one? Uh, it's. Let's see if it lists. If it doesn't, I can find it on untapped. Now, do you think we could find this at like Casual Pint? They, they actually may have some uh, Casual Pint. Um, they might, yeah, because Casual Pint or McScrooge's or maybe even Total Total Wine may have it. Uh, they, you'll at least be able to get some of their saison there. And if you can't get this saison, uh, some real good saisons are uh, oh, in town. Alliance makes a fantastic saison. Alliance. ABC. So good. And uh, uh, if you want the classic French Saison, Saison uh, DuPont is outstanding. It's yeah. like everybody wants to go toward that Saison. But is that something you can... Yeah. You okay. Can, you can find it at the at the good places. So mm-hmm. I wasn't hot about this until I ate with the cracker. Yeah, I think and probably I savory or something a little saltiness. richer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. But man. now I'm loving it. I'm really liking it. This is amazing. This is really good. After the first sip or two, that tang that he's talking Mellows about goes out. away. Yeah. And you get more of the crispness. It's crisp. That's what it is. It it's, is it's crisp. Really crisp. And I might be jumping ahead here, but no, like to me, the, both these beers have been amazing because I don't like hoppy. Like a honey? Yes. Yeah, that's probably the malt. Okay. Well, they use Pilsner malt and they used oats. Oats will oats will give you a really smooth mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the brewers will like add a, oats like a, to that to get a real smooth. Like a creamy or whatnot. No, yeah, Stacy does not like hoppy beers. Like after um, eating a little bit, like I love them. It definitely mellowed out a lot, and I'm picking up those herbal flavors. It reminds me of like a, like a like a herbal tea with some yes. lemon in it or something. Yeah, like, it'd be like a, like a strong mm-hmm. tea. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Spices. Do you have any information on like saisons as far as like where how they came to fruition? I mean, if you don't, it's cool. I yeah. just know you know a saisons lot and farmhouse ales, and uh, there's a. A French version called a beer de garde. All, a lot of those were done seasonally. They would spring and fall. They would brew these beers in a, not a quick brew, how to say. They would have these beers brewing for a few weeks, and they would feed, they actually would, that's what the farmhands would eat, drink. Especially really? beer de garde, and they, they're literally called farmhouse ales. There's this style of farmhouse ale, and there's a couple of categories in it. Yeah. But most of them were done for the workers on the farm, or just for the farmer himself, mm-hmm. for the for the guys in the fields, and uh, something cheap and easy to drink at the end of a hard and, work day, and lighter, because yeah. you can tell it's lighter. I mean, you don't want to go in yeah. there like the English and Irish are drinking porters and stouts, and mm-hmm. you know those are heavy beers. Yeah, but the 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 French, the Belgians, Flanders, and those areas were drinking the saisons, and it's a maybe a two hundred year old style. Really? Oh, if wow. that, maybe 150, but I'd say maybe older than that. But, you know, just and in the last uh, 20 years with the craft thing, uh, Saison's have really taken off. And a Saison, like I said, it's, a, um, it's not really a joke, but it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing when you ask a beer guy, well, what, what, should I, what beer should I pair with this? Yeah. You can always answer Saison because it'll go with anything. Okay. So have you... Uh... Have you ever had a saison that you're just like, this sucks? Yeah, there's some. There's some. If they're not using the, if they're not aging it right, or if they're trying to, if they put it out green and they don't let it. Yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of people want to put their stuff out and sell it. You know, I'm real picky about what saisons I will drink. So okay, I've had weak ones, but I. Well, that's what I was getting yeah. at because I really enjoyed that one, and I've had some like on on. on I've done like a, a tour. And I have not liked them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have not been good. And, and it's hard. 
now you've you've done it right here with the we've got Havarte, we've got Gouda, Gruyere, Gruyere, and cheddar. cheddar. Yeah, the the cheeses have a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. and I'm I usually will just stick them aside, but the, all those cheeses being lighter cheeses, but they all have a different flavor. They're all going to go good with these beers, especially the saison. So the lighter beers, they'll go really good. With the darker beers, you can just we start going with this other stuff we got over here. Yeah. Mm. Or what you've got upstairs is cut up. Like oh, that. that's right. All right. For the next one, the our special L, the, the Anchor Christmas L. It says Merry Christmas, Happy New Year on it. And another cool thing about this beer, and if you'll go on their site, you'll see it. Every year the label's different. Uh, they'll... they'll um, that's a really cool label. I can it's see very it vintage. Here. Yes, and they always do a tree, or uh, they may do a, a native California trees because it's in uh, San Francisco. Um, oh, it, it tells it actually tells about it on the top part. Uh, but I'm not going to get into that, but I'm going to get into this beer because this is when I started drinking. Um, when I started drinking Christmas beers, when I started getting the beer heavy, and I wanted to go, hey, first, I remember the first Christmas. I'm like, this is one of the ones I actually saw it, and they sold here. Yeah. Uh, and because when I started in craft beer, the uh, there weren't a lot of national beers in Knoxville, right? In the whole area, mm-hmm. and it was harder to find. But these were everywhere. You could even find these in Kroger. So, huh? So let me slide over there and get me a get pour. Some. You, I'll come first. Yeah, I actually, then we got I another think I found that one in Publix. Yes, the oh, grocery no. stores will carry this because Anchor is widely to- distributed. And Total Wine and More had it. Now well. Anchor has recently, last last three four years, been bought out by. I believe one of the Japanese brewers, one of the big brewers. Look at the look at that color. Whoa, this is much darker. Much much, but it, d- it doesn't taste like a, a porter or a stout or anything like that. It's just rich. Now, what type of beer exactly is this one? It's literally a Christmas beer. It's it's a. I think your style would be spiced beer. Okay, because okay. that's it's actually not like a, a porter or a stout no. or anything like that. It's very dark. Wow. That's oh. that's with those uh, with the, the way they malt it and then the additives to it. Mm-hmm. So something I wanted to say was that you know when you see this beer, it's very delicate, a very soft vintage label, and then you poured it out and it's like a dark, dark, thick beer. Has a nice little Wasn't head expecting to it. That. Like yeah. yeah, it looks like a porter to me. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot like a porter. So how do we drink this one, Lou? Uh, I would definitely get a big nose of this first because it's going to have a lot of spice in the nose. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> You know, think of a like a awesome. Christmas cookie. I was yes. thinking of raisin cookies. Christmas, raisin. Oh, that's mm. a great thing to pair this with. A raisin cookie, a warm yes. one. That's yes, exactly where I was going yes. with it. Like oats and raisins. Oh, and now yeah. you and if, if you do a homemade version of this, they're not bad. But you, you want the the Claxton version. Fruitcake goes good with this. Oh. You know, I've never had fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. I know. Hey, we need to get him some Claxton fruitcake yeah. <laughs> from the back wait, wait, of my freezer. <laughs> I need to get them one from Waggles. Just look at the Claxton. <laughs> they have them on the counter. I'll just tell them it's a good one. The Claxton fruitcake is exactly. a classic. And if you drink enough of these, you'll eat a Claxton fruitcake. Well, I don't think I want any Klingon fruitcake, but I'm going to try this. <laughs> Ready? I can make a Should we eat something here. or just drink? Just toll it. Just drink some first. Mm. That's so light for such a dark beer. And so there's a uh, there is oh one misconception gosh. of dark beers is that they're that they are they're going to be real heavy. There's coffee in that. Yeah, you know, that, that. It's, yes, it's the roasted it's malt. It's nutty. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This the oh this is light gosh. on the spices. This is a little lighter than I thought. Now what what uh, you could do is get it just a touch warmer, and you'll get more. Sp- oh, definitely nutty. I'm what? getting a, I'm getting like 
All oh, kinds no. of rusted nuts on that. The way you were gripping that glass, I just had this vision of it going. <laughs> no, I've got to say, like this, I, I am not lying. I'm not exaggerating. Like I took that sip, and like the notes that were really coming out at the end was like the baking spices, the yes. raisin and stuff. And I literally thought of like cozy blanket, and like I heard little bells ringing. Nut, that's and your nutmeg in there, or something. This yes, is freaking yes. Christmas in a glass. No. Yes, exactly. And that's why oh. this beer is so special. That's why it's called it's special. our special L. And it's, it is. You know what? I haven't had this beer in like three or four years. And I'm so glad that we talked about this because I miss this beer. Oh, that's, this is a good beer. That's toasted. That toasted aftertaste is fantastic. It's like, it It hangs out with you for a little bit. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a toasted marshmallow or something. It's so I just want to tell people like, don't be scared when you pour it. Don't be scared. Yeah. Cause you look at it and people who, a lot of non huge craft beer people like me will, will, Pour that out and think, oh, this is going to be really heavy or, yeah, or syrupy. It's or deceptive. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's going to be burnt. Yeah. I'm going to trick people. I'm going to like make it seem I'm more, more manly than I am. You oh, know, look at this. Um, pour this look at this dark beer I drink. This is like drinking tar. This manly one. Yeah. And it's probably a 6% beer. I, I'm going to have to look on the label and find out. But I could hang out with this for a night. Yeah. This, yeah. This, Easily. It's a campfire beer. Is it not? Oh, I could do a sixer yeah. of these. It's blanket, soft, yes. cozy, fuzzy put on, socks. Put on yeah. one of your Christmas movies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Seven, 7% on this one. Oh, 7%. I think it was around six. Mm-hmm. This is a true holiday hitter. Now, is this, would, they, would the potty boys call this honest work? That's honest work. Anything mm. over six, I think. We're going to have to tell them about or this. five and a half. Hey, for, here's here's a thing you might not have got out of this, but if you think about it, do you get... Do you get a hint of dark chocolate out of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get a little cinnamon too. Just yes. a tiny bit. It's just it's a Christmas cookie. It's a spice. It is. It's a spice cake. Dude, it's 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 is bursting with levels. Levels. Levels, levels, levels. 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 All right. Levels, 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 levels. <laughs> wow. That's really, wow. really good. I, I, I bet we should pair that with a piece of chocolate. Yes. Let's try it. Oh, Here, I'll I'm bet gonna you. do it with that rocher. I happen to have a piece of chocolate oh, I have in piece, front of me. Because the rocher has got Nuts. So we've got some Lindor nuts. milk yes, chocolate. Yes, it's the ha- hazelnut in it. This right. hazelnut one. Cheers. Oh, the, the milk chocolate. Oh, Cheers. Oh, we touched balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what she said. Wait. Oh, <laughs> I love. Perry. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Is that good or bad? The Nutella. Oh, it's a really good thing. The little crunchies. Mm. The inside. Be a nugget. Mm. All right. Now try it. Oh wow. <laughs> I like epiphanies like that. Mm-hmm. I want to see you guys touch balls again. That was funny. <laughs> I think he's already put his ball in the mouth. <laughs> I've already got balls in my mouth. Mm. That's a completely different drink. Like that was awesome because I agree. I wasn't even thinking about doing the that chocolate. And, mm-hmm. mm. Wow, that's crazy! Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is like they- y'all, y'all go out and get some of these beers. We're gonna name several of them. Get you some beers and splurge and get you some chocolates and some cheeses. Yeah, post. I you love. Post them on your, you know, mm-hmm. the podcast, post the, especially the main ones here and of what you're doing. Just, and you, I can send you a link on the saisons and stuff. But yeah, that'd be great. But oh, the yeah. other ones that we're doing tonight. Yeah, we'll post all the pictures. Yeah. I can't help it. I keep looking at this damn thing like a glass of bourbon. I'm like tilting it. I'm rolling Just it. Just remember you have it's another so bottle of that down here. He's going to oh. nose F his glass. Mm-hmm. You've got four more probably in a fridge somewhere, unless you just picked up a couple. Oh, we, oh, no, I've do. got a, a it's either a four or six pack. Mm. I, I don't remember what it came in. See, and you will drink these this year, right? This was a treat. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. I'm so glad I, because I, I, I actually went through some of my older 12 beers of Christmas list and said, oh, we got to have that. Yeah. That is, 
That's a dead ringer. Yes, we have to. It is just one of yeah. them. It's one of the quintessential Christmas beers. So. The, the the first few that we had were very very light, yes. uh, crisp, the, 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 yes. the aperitif, but this is like a full bodied beer. So yeah. mm-hmm. real quick before we go on to the next one and, yes, be- and before we go to break, um, you just mentioned your twelve beers of Christmas. And that's mm-hmm. something we hit on at the beginning of the podcast. Yes. So are all of these beers like previous twelve beers of Christmas? Yeah. If they haven't been on the list, then um, most of these. I have had before, and to be on the 12 beers of Christmas, it has to be a beer I haven't had before. So there's special qualifications mm-hmm. of that. And I do follow the 12 days of Christmas, which starts yeah. Christmas Day and goes on through for 12 more days. Oh, uh, it starts obviously. Christmas Day. 12 days of Christmas starts So it goes into January. Christmas. Yes. Ah. So it's supposed to, uh, if you orthodox, it goes to the Epiphany. Okay. I'm not I, orthodox. I'm just I got you. You know, Methodist, mm-hmm. but you know. <laughs> so, I like it, though. I like it. But it's a, it's... Uh, so do you do you so how do, how do we find out about the twelve beers of Christmas? Where, so do where we can follow people you? follow along with that? Yeah, yeah, I've I actually before I came on I changed the link on my Instagram to the where you can click on and it goes to my blogger account, which I just stay with blogger because I don't make any money on my yeah. blogging because I do only one entry a year now and it happens to be the twelve beers of Christmas. Uh-huh. So so people listening can go to Blues and Barbecue on Instagram, click on the link in your bio, it'll take them over to your blog page yes, to, for, you, for the twelve beers of Christmas. Yeah, and you can see all the ones I've had before. I think this year will either be my twelfth or thirteenth year of twelve beers of Christmas. Wow, Ooh. you've been doing that long? Yeah, and if you go to just say the the uh twenty nineteen version, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, you know, the early the early part uh, at the end of the blo- of the, and I, I try to mix it up a little bit every yeah. year of how I do it, but at the end of all of them are all the previous, either links to all the previous 12 years of Christmas, and before I blogged, the actual list of the, so my very first 12 years of Christmas are on the bottom of the link. So I do them chronologically, like 2019, 2018, 2018. So they're all different. So like the oh, very first year, different. is it like Bush Light? PBR. I know. Cores. This was probably one the first year. This oh, may have really? been one on the mm-hmm. first year one time. Wow. That one. Uh, so how soon do you like compile your list? Like do you go shopping around? I go or? all year. Oh, So okay. wherever I'm traveling, if well, right now I'm not traveling, but uh, during the year normally with work, I'll travel all over North America and I'll bring, if it's a good beer city, I'll bring beers back with me. Or if it's a special release like the Yazoo was, mm-hmm. I'll Sizzle. save one of those. So I try to do locals. <clears throat> I'll try to do internationals, mm-hmm. and I'll always have a peach one in there. Imagine that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and that, so I mix it up because I like sours. So there's going to be a sour or two. Mm-hmm. I like bourbon barrel aged beer. So there's going to be one or two of those in there. Uh, something peach has to be in there because that's part of me. Um, and you said you've never tried these beers, so you're trying them for the first time for the twelve beers of Christmas, yep. or you've had them that year. And he's already had no, sixty five hundred. I, I, I try it that day, the day of the day at twelve. Yeah, okay. so day two. This is beer. Now, do two. you story about it at all on Instagram? Like, can we follow yes. along on there? The last the last three years, I've done stories. I've even done just my posts. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'll do a pre-post with all twelve beers, like a, a picture, so we could all go out and get them ahead of time and taste them with you. Yes, if you travel all over North America, because I bring a lot. <laughs> some, some of them are local. <laughs> some of them aren't. Some of them are really hard to find, and some of them are gifted. I had a. I now I've got several wah, beer wah, guys. Wah. I know. <laughs> I try to do one or two. <laughs> When you have 6,900 individual beers, it's hard to find a 
a common you need, you, yeah, a common yeah. Good you it's, have. It's, you're not going to Ingles and get and finding another one. <laughs> you know? It's from oh, wow, a monastery that, in, in <laughs> Cambodia, made by 37 monks on okay. the 13th day of the 13th. I'm glad you said Cambodia. All right, so <laughs> oh my god, here we go, no, Cambodian beer. No, no Laos, Cambodia, uh-huh. Vietnam. I've had beers. So in this beer quest I've done in the last mm-hmm. whatever years, uh, first thing I want to do is get a beer from every state. Yeah, ching ching. Done. Checked off. About five or six years ago, I finally got. West Virginia and South Dakota, which are really hard because there's not many brewers there. I mm-hmm. uh, got that checked off. And then I wanted to see, I wanted to do at least one beer of every style there is. Yeah. I did that before I got every 50 states. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of styles of beers, you know, roughly 70. Really? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then country-wise, the number of countries I've had beers from, um, up in the 50s. That's, oh, wow. That's, that's a lot. That's crazy, yeah. Well, well, besides tea, beer is the most consumed beverage in the world. Yeah. Tea is first. Over Beer's water? No, well, water doesn't oh. count. Oh, <laughs> well, some Come countries, on. some countries you would much rather drink the beer than the water. I would. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even more than coffee. I mean, coffee is because coffee, yeah, some that, people don't drink coffee. That's mm-hmm. wild. The, I, w- I would have thought coffee would have been. And beer by far is more consumed than wine. You would yeah. think, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, I like wine too, sure, but beer goes with more stuff. So we can need to do this one now. I'm ready. This is another Christmas it. beer that comes out every year. I'll have to take pictures of these, so I'm going to put them on my untapped. So uh, these will add to my uniques. Oh yeah, yeah, because oh, really? I have not had that or this. Wait, I want, and, and the because next, that's a unique because uh, it's this year. Anchor Christmas yes. Ale. And oh, yeah. celebration, celebration is unique every year also. So that's Sierra Nevada Celebration. Sierra, ne- Sierra Nevada Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Now it is hoppy. Okay, so I'm probably it's not going to like it, but I'll be honest. Clean. Now eat your crackers and cheese with this one. You'll have to. Okay. In the next segment, I want to talk about your untapped app too. Okay. And kind of go through that as well. Yeah, we'll now, jump into the next one. Let's try this guy out. Every year. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. Every, every year I drink this. Every Less year. talky, more drinky. <laughs> it's a super clean IPA. Now we're saving this for the end of the first segment of the beers because it's going to be bigger. It's bolder. Okay. All right. So, all right, here I come. Come, come on over. And here I go. Here yeah, I go. Now, come on over, this beer baby. is another. Uh, we'll talk about the beer. This beer is another one like Anchor, uh, their special ale, the Christmas ale, that is is one of those. If you pick up two six packs of Christmas beer. Every year, pick up these two. These are the two to pick up, if you like IPAs. Anchor mm-hmm. and Sierra and, and, Nevada. Yes, and Sierra Nevada is one of my most favorite brewers in the whole flipping planet because they they do things right. They are um, very conscious of uh, their process of uh, reclaiming their rainwater. Of uh, They built an immaculate facility in near Asheville, North Carolina, which is the probably the nicest brewer, brewery I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of breweries. Um, they, now, now, this one you said is f- more full-bodied, but it's a lot lighter than the last one we had. But yes. It's, but it's red, bro. Oh. Yes. Okay, so yeah. It's a dark amber. I took yeah. a sniff and like immediately that dry hoppy, which I don't like. Yep. And then all of a sudden you get like a creamy. Yeah, because they, now like it's not the hoppy. There's something on the end of it, yeah. Now you will, you'll, you'll definitely want to eat something. I see with yours. So Lou, do, I always want to eat something. I'm going to love this. <laughs> I, I, you yeah, like IPAs? Oh, love Well, it. this will be one of the best IPAs you drink all year. Period. Good. But what's a good pair here? Um, 
I think I've got the Irish cheddar. So I'm getting like creamy and like yes. vanilla, but I'm also getting like a like an apple, like a fruit. Yeah, it's probably citrusy. Uh, there, there is sometimes there's a green apple on that. Okay. I'm not. Boy, howdy. Let's do this again. <laughs> All right. So it's cheese. Mm, hops, yeah. Mm. All, All the right. hops. Mm. Hops. <laughs> hoppy, hoppy. Now try it. <laughs> that is so clean. Oh, like staring at Jeremy in the eyes. Crunching on my cracker. You bought me Ferrero Rocher tonight, so I don't really Now, care. one thing about this IPA, it's darker than a lot of IPAs you'll see. It looks like is, uh, like an amber ale. And I don't know if it's because I just ate that cheese, but mm-hmm. I've already had some beers, but this tastes like a, it's like a, to me, like a lighter IPA. Yes, it's not. I will say that, yeah. It doesn't remove the enamel off your teeth. Oh, that's like the like. real heavy, the real heavy <laughs> I, IBU. Uh, now, if I could be the spokesperson for people that don't like IPAs, um, it is a lighter one, but I still wouldn't be rushing right. to this, the shelves to buy it. What you would personally. drink now? What you would drink this with would be a, a spicy food. Now, this would okay, great with pizza. Okay, great with wings. So, because you, mm-hmm. you know, in the holidays, like celebration, else. Oh, one other thing before we go. Yeah, is uh, before we leave this beer is I forgot. I had these. Okay. What is that? <laughs> Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale Socks. Wait, I got to get a picture of these. <laughs> Mr. Luke Drill. Oh, that's hot. All right. That's some sexy shit right there, bro. <laughs> right? I so, like that. Uh, that is in honor of this beer and honor of that brewery because uh, now um, Ken Grossman, who started the company and his son um, helps run it now, uh, was one of the first two or three craft billionaires. Mm. What? B. Jeremy, will you what pass a me the bottle? With a B. With a B. Man. Craft billionaires. So my, my brother-in-law, my brother, uh, several people that I know, this is, we need one of them like arms that like with a claw, you <laughs> know? Need, we are podcasting around like the biggest table tonight. It's like 12 feet across. It is. Yeah. It's 12 by 12. Uh, it's Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> we're Knights of the Round Table. Can I see the anchor as well? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the... Um, uh, no, they've been, they've all been to Sierra Nevada and that's, they, everyone you, talks about, no, I have not been there. No, my, my brother go, Matt, I think Matt, oh, I'd love to you. I think Matt Farr has been there. Nice kitchen. Matt too. Farr's been everywhere. Yeah. If the kitchen's now, right now, COVID, I don't know if they're even open their kitchen. They're, they're wait till things clean up because they have a really nice kitchen with yeah. a, if you sit at this little bar area, if you go in, how do I explain this? A big kitchen. I mean, a big dining room area, but. There's a way you can walk up, even if people people are always waiting in line there. It's just very crowded. Sure, walk straight up, and you can walk up to the bar area, and they do these wood fire pizzas there. Yeah, oh, money, oh money, and you their oh, tap love list. The pizza with this beer. They have beers there that they don't yeah. bottle, can, or anything. They just have experimental beers. They'll have they'll have these barrel aged beers on tap. <laughs> and then now these weird ones like a raspberry something, a raspberry barley wine. It's so fun to watch him, his love of beer. <laughs> uh, but he, he loves beer like we do bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And yes. like, I mean, that's, like, why, that's why I get your bourbon. I yeah. understand it totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, no, I, I like bourbon. They always talk. Uh, everybody that goes to Sierra Nevada talks about the drive. Like it's the drive in. Yeah. They said it's gorgeous. It is. And it's like a mile, two miles. Yep. Oh, wow. Once you walk, once you turn in, you, you you drive about a mile in, and it's about 10 miles out of, yeah. I mean, not in that far, out of um, Asheville. Asheville. Yeah. yeah. Going toward uh, Spartanburg. Yep. Um, once you get past the, there's almost like a turn, uh, 
roundabout there, but um, there's gates uh, go in. Everything from there in, they've put in um, when they started. One of the things they did, they reclaimed all the wood they cut for it and made all the trim in the brewery with that wood. Oh, they cool. reclaim all their they reclaim all of their rainwater and reuse it. They really they are huge, you know, nationwide, one of the biggest brewers. They also sell when when times are tough on hops. Sometimes hops are real hard to get for brewers, especially yeah. small brewers. Yeah. They sell hops. I mean, they have a train that runs there. They build they build a rail no system. Too. They will sell hops to the local brewers at their cost because cool. they're that kind of people. That's cool, man. Uh, he did a book. I haven't finished it. I have it on my blah blah. You know, my download yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Um, the, little, the the screeny thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> iPad. And uh, yeah, and uh, Ken Grossman wrote a book. Um, uh, and it, but if you follow, if you want to follow one on Instagram, follow them. Uh, they, they, they do it the right way, and they always have done it the right way. Yeah, always. That's cool. Dave. And all their beers are good. <laughs> yeah. All the beers. All the beers are good. Well, this one so far, I would say, because I, I guess because I'm an IPA fan, this one so far has been my favorite. And it's, like I said. And it it's been my least well, favorite. Well, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't no. even look like one. No, not my favorite. That Christmas beer. The Christmas the one. Anchor. Yeah. These four, Anchor. the Anchor Christmas beer was my favorite by far. Yeah, that's, yeah. that was definitely The dark, my dark one. Mm-hmm. Oh. This, but is, th- this, this was, was very, so very good, good too. Yeah. This is a second for sure. You didn't like the Hefeweizen as your first one, Joel? Well, you know... Oh, that was so good. To be honest, I'm not that was like lie. champagne. I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad I had the Hefeweizen first. Your order, yes. the order you've got these things going in, it's strategic. Is is very, I, and I can see what we have left. Yes, this is gonna be okay. It's very calculated. Yeah, because if I'd have had that shafra shafra shafra, yeah, if I'd have had it first, or I'm sorry, like third, I would have hated it. It'd have yeah. been gone. Yeah, well, it'd have been water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh huh. There's an order to it. So, uh, I'm a logical progression. <laughs> That's right. Logical progression. And speaking of a logical progression, let's take a break. <laughs> and uh, when we get back, we're going to have the second half of the beer tasting. Lou's going to break down some more knowledge bombs for you guys. So, stick around. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Guys, so we are back from the break. Probably your ear drums out with that one, but um, I have been Lou. I have been uh, very impressed with the progression of the beers that we have had uh, throughout. It's very intentional, as you were saying in the break. Um, a lot of these beers we've had, Lou was just saying these are you guys. You can get these things anywhere. Uh, the first four that we had, you first, yeah, the first mm-hmm. four that we had. You know, you can head out just about any grocery store. Any uh, like like a total wine, things like that, and you can grab some of these things. Yeah. So we got another one in front of us here, and it is Doc Dark, and it came in a Maker's Mark bottle, uh, a red dipped <laughs> wax top. Awesome, yeah. So talk to me about this one because I'm super stoked about it. This is Muy Bonita. It is an Bonita double brown ale, which means brown ales are just drinkable, super drinkable, not hoppy, not a really good brown ale is fun. Anyway, a double brown ale, barrel aged with apples, mm. cinnamon, cinnamon, and vanilla. Give it to me, man. And Joel, are they that doing thing. that with you actual? Smell that. Oh my god! Are they doing it with actual fruit or just flavorings? Probably wow. real fruit. 
with this, this brewery. This almost smells. It has a bourbon smell. Like, well, you, you could turn age. this into an air freshener and plug it in, in your house. It smells so good. Yes. It's like you're baking a but cookie or a cake or something. The, like, the, the, the brown butter is I'm like what it's, of it like smells like. I'm thinking of like a rum cake. Like, yeah. Like a yes. rum cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. That rich, rich. It oh. almost smells I'm scary. A, yeah. Like it's going to whoop your ass. It's, a, it's only 10.5. Oh, ABV. really? It's going to put a little hair only. on the chest. Yeah. Now, now, is that honest work? 10.5? 10.5. I think that's pretty honest. That means it's 21 proof. Ha. <laughs> that's like a day and a half of honest work. <laughs> that's overtime. Uh, everybody sip because I got to have some of this. Cheers, cheers. It's warm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I, God. It's better. Whoa. That much is better so warm. nuts. Is that not do you so smooth. smooth that is? Yes. It's smooth and creamy. What the hell? But it's, prunes. It's weird. I, I mean, I mean it's in prunes. a good way. It, yeah. Well, you're not used to a beer being that smooth, are you? No. It, you get the tiniest bit of carbonation Ooh. in the front, and then it's like melt. It melts. It's almost like a warm blanket went over my mouth. It melts across the damn palate. This is. But wow. I get prunes. Are we? What, what, yeah, are, what are we eating with this one? Thing. Chocolates or mm-hmm. what? Oh, do a chocolate. Yeah. Do the, okay. either one. Any, we got several chocolates here. I want to see you touch balls. Nope. Never mind. He, he already put his ball in his mouth. Pull it out. Oh, pull, pull, pull ball. I have a lint milk chocolate truffle, and these are like heaven. And I'm going to try that with this. I'm going to eat half of it because the other ones will go with this beer, these other beers we have. Wow. But this beer in particular. Now, the story wow. behind this. Yeah. Pulls mm. out that prune raisiny flavor. Mm-hmm. A lot of that from the brown ale and the apples and the cinnamon and the vanilla. That'll give you that. Oh, this raisins, tastes like it's going to make you poop. A ton of raisin, yeah. <laughs> it's going to make you poop. <laughs> Damn, every, everything makes me poop. That's true. <laughs> I can drink water. Oh, I got to go shit. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to our pitmaster producer at home dealing with all those poops because it's good. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm sure Harper's poops probably look like this. Mm-hmm. When they first when they're <laughs> yes. first born, their poop is like black. black. This black is like color. a And then it turns that green color. Yeah, it, pea soup. Pea soup yeah. Cheers to Harper and her. Mm-hmm. It's even better. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers che- to Harper and her meconium. Right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I did take a bite of that chocolate and then drink this, and it smoothed the beer out even more. Mm-hmm. Now, I did. Oh. Now, I will say about this this is this beer in this bottle, which is fine to do big beers, is this has been aging about a year and a half. Oh. I aged some barrel aged beers on purpose. Um, like this one I've had for a while. Do you know another flavor I'm getting off of this? Tobacco. Yeah. Really good barrel-aged beers, you'll get a little bit of tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know what this reminds me of? When I was a kid. I'm a cigar right now. Those cheap chocolate cherries. Yeah, the, the cordials. The, yes. The, okay, the plastic. Yeah, yeah. They got that little, like, uh, the white box. Mm-hmm. Take the wrapper I've off, never had the balls open, to try one. And it has, like, and eight got, on top and eight on bottom. It's got, like, that liquid that or whatever that comes out with it. Yeah. I guess the cherry liquid, but yeah. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah, it's giving me that. It's, it's like a chocolate-covered apple. But you know, apple is so light on this. Yeah, I think I'm probably because spinach. Just do, I'll do a nose again. You'll get a different. This time, I'm getting more. What the, the hell? The this thing is like tobacco. Morphing. It's, it's morphing as I drink it. It's, see, every Please time it's morphine. <laughs> it is. It's. it's I could take an IV. I could take an IV. Yeah, you get some morphine for me. <laughs> get it? No? it, it okay. Like. I'm like I'm not getting like licor- licorice from it, but it's almost like yeah. it, it's like a step in that direction. Yeah, you know? I totally can see it's that. Right, it's right in that family. Yeah, of of those of those. There's kind. some beers I've had that have the, the well, I've had some that have an anise in it. 
They'll give you a super strong. And I'm a black licorice nut. I love black licorice. Some people, mm. yeah. Joel, no. Joel loves black licorice with uh, cigarette smoke. Oh, I love um, it. If you got good th- that cigarette fingers. Yeah. Cigarette fingers and licorice. I don't are his even. Favorite I don't even thing. smoke. But I just like just like have a cigarette lit and I'll just eat licorice mm-hmm. that same. I don't thing. remember yeah. what episode that was, but you, episode fifty-seven maybe. Did you happen to hear that episode? Well, he talks so, about that, somebody that, gave me. Uh, we went. We went. We had a tasting. And <laughs> we went out to dinner. He, he with was having Jeremy. A, a traditional Sazerac mixed drink, and the lady let him sniff it out of the mixing cup. And, and she and had the. She went like this. Oh yeah, she, she did just, it on her smoke break. To, to his credit, he didn't say anything. And she walked away. He goes, "Man, that just tastes like cigarettes." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, she had just had a cigarette break. Oh, um, <laughs> she had just had a, a strong pull. Uh, uh, she was like, smelling her fingers, sniffing her fingers. One of those where she takes a drag and half the cigarette goes away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joel, smell my finger. This is, you got that Joe dirt, like the two-inch yeah. ass yeah. hanging off. This has got essence of uh, of licorice and Marlboro. Marlboro. Oh, yeah. Hello, doll. <laughs> yeah. Hey, darling. You want some of this? <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Moving on, let's finish this guy. That's this is, it, yeah. Th- this one I'm sipping a lot slower than the other ones. This is a, more of a sipper, but I got a big, I, I got a big gulp. Yeah. What we did with uh, the previous beers we we got out were probably a, uh, the right temperature to drink. Now the these we're drinking now in this section, um, this segment are a little more toward not really room temperature, maybe in the 50, 55 range. You're sweating, which is what you want with these beers. That's the, oh really? Yes. Like like barrel aged beers, you want to. What be I do warmer. with a barrel aged beer is, if I know I'm going to drink it that evening, and if it's going to be like uh, the twelve beers of Christmas, and I'm sure I'll have like two or three barrel aged beers, mm. I will literally take that sucker out. Depends on what time of day I'm drinking it. Stick it on the counter for an hour or two at least, and then okay, it's time. And that huh. helps. That helps open up the flavors in the beer. Well, I won't open the beer yet, but I'll. No, no, yes, I mean, yeah, yeah, the temperature. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take a sip and tell me that's not like the whiff you get when you're in a humidor. When you're like shopping that in a is cigar tobacco. shop, yeah, I do get the tobacco yeah. out of that. You're in a cigar shop, yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, like it's it's very rich. It's very rich. Oh, extremely so. Yeah, and that's I, why he's sipping. This that's is why like, I'm sipping. This is a light taste. Like I'm not, not light taste. Light um, light mouth feel. feel. Light mouth feel. Yeah, yeah. definitely not a light taste. It doesn't have like that hoppy feel where it feels like you're getting punched in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. there's no burn. There's no dryness. It's just. It Strong lightly, flavors. It lightly Thanks, Stacey, you sucked that thing down. Tongue. Yeah, I did. Well, there's more. I will say. You're with, not going anywhere. During porn, <laughs> how, how many times have I've had to step away from the mic to just all this carbonation? Yeah, yeah. With beer, yeah. And these aren't as bad. The ones we're drinking now aren't as bad to be carbonated. You know, the first one we had was fizzy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the the the, the Heffy Vizen was um, like a grapefruit soda and Heffy Vizen, and mm-hmm. they're both carbonated yeah. anyway. So, But now we're getting to these where there's no head right now. Oh, none at all. There was barely any you, when you, you poured this. Right, you could swirl it and it's still not. So this is a, what is a technical, uh, technically what kind of beer is this? A brown ale, a barrel-aged brown ale. Brown but, ale. But since it's so big, I guess they would consider it, anytime they put the word imperial in front of a beer, because <laughs> it's an imperial brown ale, means it's like double strength. Oh. Because a regular brown oh, ale, shit. an imperial brown ale, a regular brown ale is going to be about 5%. And there's some good brown ales in town. And most of your local brewers will have a brown ale. Okay. Now, Imperial 
is a, of course, that's a, like a Russian this, term. This is a double brown ale. Yeah, double brown ale. So it's 10.5%. So a, a regular brown ale would be probably around 5%. Okay, so what is that? When something on a beer says double X, like double brown ale, uh-huh. double porter, I don't, I don't know if they do that. But double you know, ABV. Yeah, there's a lot. So that's just double, that, double that's IPAs. Just, that's that's a, just doubling the alcohol. Yeah, they're, what they're doing is they're doing a bigger malt bill, they're doing a bigger hot bill. Uh, in the in the brewing process, and uh, the way that that yeast will eat that sugar, it creates a lot more alcohol, so it's a stronger beer. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is a stronger beer. Plus, they're going to get a little angel share from the barrel aging. Plus, they put fruit in it, so you mm. get more fermentation. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a sipper, because when you get a big gulp of it, it makes you want to go, you know, like, ha, you know? Yes. Y'all need to sack up. Oh, <laughs> I've been finished with mine. What are you talking about? I'm done over oh, here. You need more. You really just kidding? No, I'm good. no, this is what Stacy does on beer, though. She does. It's when she finds beer she likes, it's going down the gullet. It is, and, it's, and she's ready for some it's more. It's dangerous. I remember, I remember the last time that we drank a lot in one podcast, and <laughs> Stacy ended up passed out on the couch. <laughs> that is true. Um, hey, you think we could pour this in Matt's carbonation machine? Wait, <laughs> oh, yeah. is, that, is that when he had the tripod out? Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Okay. Yeah, yep. when I was passed out on yes. the bed. <laughs> no, in the couch. In the couch, yeah. And these guys, including Matthew, filmed me on the dang couch. Uh, yep. Yep, they That's, broke. That is, yep. I really like that beer, and I... I had it on tap at the brewery and uh, visit. I was working in Fort Lauderdale, and that was uh, Funky Buddha. Is uh, they they do a lot of they do like a coconut ale and all this. I mean, big coconut, oh, kid coconut barrel HL. But they do some really cool beers. Um, some craft people won't go because they they were bought by a larger like a conglomerate. Like some craft beer purists won't drink a beer from a um, um, macro brewery. Yeah. If it's that good a beer, I'm going to drink it. Would you consider like no, no. P- PBR a macro brewery? Oh, yeah. PBR is a contract brew because it's brewed. Uh, it's kind of a nomad. I think. Do you not think that's kind of like a, is that like a, uh, what do they call it? A, what's that? You know, you got whiskey dicks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like the purists well, or whatever. Uh, is that like yeah, a purist yeah. thing? So they're like, they're above those kind of beers. So they're I'm, not going to drink I'm better them. than that. I've done, yes, it's exactly what it is. I've done full circle. I am back to in the last couple of summers. Drinking Natter Days and drinking yeah. uh, the flavored, um, dr- the freaking truly lemonades at, during, <laughs> you're good. You are. at the lake. Yes, look and at you. And people think, oh no, no, I would never drink that. You know, and one of my one of a guy who uh, I'm real good friends with, with uh, friends wise, friends wise, uh, he used to work with Traeger, and he's a great craft beer guy out of California, a guy named uh, Carlos Granillo. Giving you a plug, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> Carlos. Turned me on to those. I'm, I, I was working out in California, and we go in, and he had the Corona. Um, they had one, like a pina colada, and they had a couple other fruit ones. And I went, are those any good? And he goes, dude, try one. And he's, he's I considered him a little more craft beer snobby than me, which, no, Carlos, that's not a knock. That's a, that's a, that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I cracked the pina colada first, and I went, oh, my God, this is really good. No shit. <laughs> well, when you're sitting at the <laughs> lake, can, can pina colada? When you're yes. sitting on a boat out at the lake, like, you don't want to slam like that's what we just what slammed. We, that's why mm-hmm. I wanted summertime, from, like, April to September, October, I'll drink lighter beers. I won't you drink You want refreshing. Yeah. These, these are treats. Yeah. Slamming six at the at now, the lake, you want something refreshing. At my house, mm-hmm. I would be the only one drinking like a. This is a seven fifty 
So I would be drinking the whole bottle at home because nobody else would want a beer like this. And so therefore, it's pretty big beer. And you drink a whole 750 and I'm on the couch drooling past that. <laughs> you know, so I well, have to I watch I appreciate that, you, you know. sharing these with us because I know how special of a bottle that that was. And oh, that, it yeah. means a lot to us. Well, to I was going through the this. fridge and I said, what do I need to bring? What do I need to bring? So do you have like a beer yeah. fridge? Have you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do I have? <laughs> How many beer fridges do you have? <laughs> wait a minute. Do you, have you ever seen Errol, Errol Flynn's Robin Hood from the 30s and 40s? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. So, Will you send us a picture? I want to see. Yes. Okay. It is. Yeah. Walk into my beer. Well, but you're, you're talking about how you're the only one that's like sucking those down. Like this is what's sad with like Joel and I, with us. My being wife a likes family. beer. She likes okay. a lot of beers. With like bourbon, we go through it twice as twice as fast as like than what Jeremy goes through because he's the only mm-hmm. one drinking it in his house. Well, Joel and I are both drinking it, so it's. And like, I would say bourbon and beer both have that same like community aspect. If you have someone to drink with, you're going to drink more. Yeah. Like at home, I might only drink uh, a bourbon maybe three or four times a week or something. Yeah. But like, if I had someone to drink with, I'd be drinking every single night. Yeah. You would be like, here, let's try this pour. Let's just try it out. You know, whatever. Like. I will tell you. This is warm. uh, With, with beer. um, I need a picture. I drink a lot less beer than I used to. And I still drink a lot of beer. You know. but I've also lost 60 pounds, so. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of it's less beer and part of it's cooking at home. <laughs> well, right, yeah. And less travel, right? Grills. Less travel where you, when you yeah. were traveling before for work all the time, I mean, it's harder well, to stay at home and cook. But that, right. But traveling, traveling at, a, at home or traveling on the road, I actually won't go out to eat unless it's just a really good barbecue place or, or In-N-Out burgers on, and when I'm on the West Coast. We know nothing about that. Uh, you have to go once. And I go every time I'm out there one time because I have an order. Yeah. Well, it, it, there's these things you find out. And I will tell you, good barbecue can be found anywhere. Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Yes, I found really good barbecue. And uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, British Columbia. Let me ask you something. Really good barbecue. Have you ever had, this is something I want all of us to go do because I keep hearing about it. And it's also up at the La Follette exit called Rickard... Rickard Ridge Barbecue. Never heard of it. No, my friend has because he uh, he he frequents up there, and he said it's good. He said it's real good. And like I, it's good, or is it, it like? Mm. Well, I bet. Uh, I don't know. I would try. It. Me, I I look for barbecue dives. It doesn't matter where I go. I will look for barbecue, and then I will I will check Google ratings. I'm like that, you know. But yeah. you can discard a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got a lot of homers going. Oh, this is the best beer I've ever had. This is the best barbecue I've ever had. And you go and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah maybe not so. Meh. I will tell you, no more Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, in Phoenix, Arizona, I found a place that had some of the best brisket I've ever had in my life. In Phoenix, in South wow. Phoenix. Oh wow! So you can't snub your nose at any location because who knows what comes from it? And I don't. And oh. here, when, when all else when all else fails. Pizza. You can find pizza everywhere. Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) And when I'm in Canada, do you have poutine? Oh, Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Really good poutine. All right. All right. You you broke out the next beer. Tell us about this one. This one looks like a champagne bottle. It has the the cork in the top. Yes. What do we have here? It's a Cajun cork. It is a a collaboration beer. Reminds Uh, me of a Brewed and bottled. Uh, with uh, a product of Belgium, it's called Ab ABT Absolution. ABT beer is a quad. A quad is a four times strength Belgian beer. What? They have four X's on it. The, the monks came up with this. So these are monks. Is this that, a Trappist beer? 
this is not per se a Trappist, but it mimics a Trappist. Okay. It's a Trappist-style beer. Okay. So a quad I've is, had a Trappist-style beer before. Now, yeah. The yeah, Trappist, Trappist are, if you go on the beer pyramid, and I've already, you know, I think we've talked about this before, where uh, IPAs are, IPAs, IPAs are right here, like three levels down from the top, to me. Now, a lot of new beer drinkers, IPAs are at the top of the pyramid. Sure. Once you get past IPAs and you're a, you become a really big craft beer fan, you go to Belgians and sours. So these are kind. So of I've skipped time. IPA and went to sours. Yes, you're you you're above the IPA. You're you're I and mean, then and the, <laughs> you didn't realize you were with such a snooty on, bitch. On really the same level are barrel aged beers. Now a quad it just means they just uh, you know it's got literally if they do these Belgian beers the right way they literally put candied sugar in the beer when they're brewing them. It's crazy. Really? Oh, now, wow. what's the ABV on this one? Yeah, because I'm about to go in. 12-ish? This has got a candy uh, apple nine. color. It's oh. nine. It's so nine. No, it's not as big as I thought. Yeah. So That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Hey. It's only a nine. <laughs> oh. uh, so this is uh, with a Belgian brewer and New Glarus in uh, New Glarus, Wisconsin. Um, and I can't find the name of the Belgian brewer on here because the, the, the lettering is so dark and we're in a cave down here. So... <laughs> New Glarus is one of my top three breweries in the world of the beers they brew. They, they do everything the right way also. Um, this is listed technically as a dark Belgian L. So, yeah, do it. It's going to be – you can do chocolate with it. You can do your cheese with it. You can do your crackers with it, anything. It's, right. So what am I getting off of this? Because I'm like – Initially, uh, oh my god, and maybe it's the and maybe it's the color. <laughs> oh, she's a craft beer girl. Yeah, she is. That is so good. No, she <laughs> likes this. Is up her alley. This, no. the more expensive or rare but, something is, I like. Yeah, this no. is and not. We have all figured this that out. was gifted to me from a really good beer friend. So, so wow, that's got a like a, right a, a off cookie. My, right off the bat, i and I may be wrong. Maybe the the, the red color, mm-hmm. but I immediately I'm just went like cherry. And I don't know if I'm. I don't that's know if that's. Not, I don't know no, because right. some of the esters that the the yeast and the stuff produce will have that flavor to it, like a pitted fruit. They call them the pitted fruit beers. Okay. So you get you can get that out of that. You know what this is good well, with? Like cheap cherry, like that, like that, uh, that cheap cherry, uh, uh, well, like, like syrup almost. No, it, no, you're not, cheapening it's, it. It's not a bad thing. It's <laughs> all right. Whatever. Moving oh, like, on. Thank you, Stacy. Yeah. So, <laughs> like that really shitty cherry flavor, you know? Not Snow that. cone? Like cherry <laughs> bubble gum. I'm a nurse, and I use cherry syrup to flavor medic- medicines. This is nothing like that. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what I've done on Christmas dinners with this beer, this type of beer before, this style of beer. What do you pair it with? Big, rich steaks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. It'd be good. A big right. like I, would, I would rather have this than a glass of red wine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a yes. fatty steak. Yeah, I'm talking a... Fat butt ribeye. Oh, I mean, yeah. marbled, or even a T-bone. Just yeah. something rich. A filet with bone marrow. A filet with bone marrow would even mm. be better. I'm on blown right here. Yeah, because hey, this pairing, that Halterman family meats roasted bone marrow with a filet like this. Like uh, seriously, take me to yes. bed, baby. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I borrow that bottle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on now. <laughs> Now and there's a lot of Lou was trying to hand know. it to Joel. He's come trying on. to help a brother out. I'm not. He's like, come on, man. No, wait, wait. <laughs> let me go ahead and fill you up there, Stis. Look, we got 45 seconds. Come on. <laughs> we'll wait for the break. We're gonna go to break real quick. Uh... Our rim's just over there. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Lou's like shit. Just kidding, guys. Where's a waterbed at? Oh, oh man, I, I would love a waterbed. 
You've got a new house coming, new furniture. We you, got, you can get a waterbed. That's bed. true. We, we got the bed. We see the mattress. I foresee waterbeds coming back. In Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. That's going to be our trend for 2021, wa- waterbeds. All right, so 9% Man. alcohol, mm-hmm. which I've got to say, the pours that Lou's giving us is like what you would get for a high-gravity pour at a bar. Yes. This is driving me nuts. And, this he's, will serving, cost you, and he's serving us a bunch. This will I'm, cost you $8 a pour. Easy. $8. Easy, yeah. Yeah, and it'd be one of them small, like, uh, yeah, six ounce. Like this. That's well, those are about are... fours, probably. Yeah, okay. Oh, excuse me. I'm but picking up the hops on this one. This I don't know is, if you guys are. This is it's driving me nuts because I know yeah, what this smell is, I and I can't figure it out. Okay, let's see. Cheese will clean. Let's do a cheese. Yeah. More so than a cracker or chocolate. Chocolate complements the beer. Cheese will cleanse your palate totally. You know, when you smell it, it's like it's warming. There's caramel. I probably sound more inebriated. No, he doesn't <laughs> like caramel, but there is caramel on this. There's some fruit, too. Yeah, like he said, pitted fruit. Maybe that's what I'm, I'm maybe that's not some of it. I don't know. What fig. That? Yes. Perfect. That okay. That's, yeah. what, that's what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fig Figs dates. and dates. Dates. That's what I'm pitted getting. Pitted fruits. Thank God. Thank you. Give me You're some. You're welcome. That's like when you can't think of someone's rich, name. Rich, rich wow. pitted fruits at that. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. this probably has no additions like that in it. It's just the way that the beer's made. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, like, not saying that there's figs and dates yeah. in the beer. Oh, I know. It's just how, you know. Well, those just, nuances out of beer, that's really cool because, um, like, IPAs will just have those four major ingredients. You know, hops, barley, water, yeast. You freaking nailed it. But sometimes those hops. Thank you. Um, the hops they use. Now, this probably uses a really traditional hop. But the hops in IPAs, they'll use experimental hops. They'll use New Zealand hops or some crazy hops. And you'll get. Oh, mango. Oh, pineapple. Oh, and believe it or not, this is a thing. Cat piss. Oh, <laughs> cat piss. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Yum. They're, they're, no, but it's can't it's, wait. It's, it's only, some more. only on the nose. Uh, only, only on the nose. Okay. All right. So the bottle here says, "Enjoy with roasted meats, rich cheese, and of course, friends." Well, look at what this. Cheers. 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 Dude, this is the only one of these I had left. I've had this beer before, Are you but <clears throat> no, I'm not kidding. Why do you think I brought it? Thanks, man. No, I will want to Y'all say have to the, experience the cheeses. I'm the feels. We haven't discussed what we're pairing this with. The cheeses that we are are eating are so good. with these beers are. Um, I I bought all Boar's Head. All really good cheeses. Yep. So Gruyere. 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 Gray area. Smoked Gouda. <laughs> I have a gray area. Gr- gray hair. <laughs> um, smoked Gouda. Fantastic. Irish cheddar. Uh huh. My favorite. And Havarti. Havada. I mean, these are all delicious. I, and right now, I'm looking at all these cheeses. I don't know which one is which. I can tell you just by biting into it. Well, I, well listen, the, the soft hard, one. the, the soft ones, they all look so Havarti, they but all the hard, dry one is the Irish cheddar. Yeah. Like Dubliner, is it Dubliner or Dubliner? Dubliner. 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 Oh, you get the, did you get the carry? Or it doesn't matter. Nope, I got boar's head. Oh, yeah, okay. You now, I, I used to get the... Um, That's so good. It's my favorite cheese on the planet. This is Irish cheddar. What, what Irish mm. cheddar did I used to get? The Dubliner I one. I might have been the Kerrygold. We had it a few times. I made a poutine a while back with that Dubliner. It was good. Good. That was No, that fantastic. Havarti is good. It's very soft. Mm-hmm. Havarti, very soft cheese. Havarti is really tasty, too. And it, mm-hmm. um, I like doing the... Uh, when I do wood-fired pizzas on, on my grill, I'll, uh, I'll mix up cheeses. I don't do mozzarella all the time. I'll do some Italian cheeses, but I use, like... I'll always use about three different cheeses just because I love cheese so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sh- so you shred it or do you put like pat- pats Dollops. of it? 
uh, must time shred. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes. So, I'll, so will you put like some I don't like, like I, don't, or I don't want pizzas. Oh, yeah. like, I've been Havarti on pizza. Like a traditional Italian pizzas where they just have like the patches of of cheese. Like the margarita. Yeah. I don't like that. I like this. I want There's it covered. Some, I do coast to coast. My, yeah. my daughter and wife love, because I'll do a traditional margarita pizza mm-hmm. with literally the balls of mozzarella yes. on it. And it's. It's hard to explain that, but it's you know, different, you know. When you Joel go, when you go to that, sometimes if you want to go real traditional, you go to that pizza. And I don't want it. Mm. No. no, me, no. I'm throwing, I'm throwing like weird meats <laughs> on there and three different cheeses, and I'm putting sriracha in my red but sauce. But like you said, oh, you yeah, can, yeah. you can shred it up and yeah. do coast to coast if you want. Yeah, yeah. crust my, to crust. One of, one of my favorites is doing like a cast iron pizza, preheat the cast iron, going all the way to the edge of the cast iron so it gets real crispy on the edge, and yes. there's no crust at all. It's just a, like, like that. A, a, that's a, a lake lighter pizza. Yeah, now that's one boy. of my one of my things I want to do is the deep dish pizza in the cast in my cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did the cast iron thing. Yeah, in the cast iron skillet because. That there's so many recipes. Even Lodge has one mm-hmm. where you can do the cast iron pizza with the with the um, you do your dough and you could do it reverse like a like a Chicago style. You, mm-hmm. sure. you can just do a deep dish pizza in there. Yeah, the key is to preheat that cast iron super hot. Pour your oil in. Build the pizza in the pan while it's hot. Be careful not to burn yourself, but build it in the pan. That way, that bottom can get nice and crispy yeah, on you. That, that's that's the like. key. So, how what kind really? of bread are you using for your pizzas? Hashtag barbecue your pizza. What am I using? <laughs> are what? you doing like a homemade dough or are you putting left. dough in there? I rarely have time to proof dough, to be honest with you, and I'm not the bread people that Jeremy and Matt mm-hmm. are. I've, I've, I've promised you some pizza dough and, so and what I'll do you come do? through on that for you. I use non bread. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it's quick. It's already cooked. It's already cooked. It's 10 minutes. You put the sauce or if you so want So, you put the non at the bottom of the thing? Yeah, I do non. I don't even put a, a pizza stone or anything, and I do straight on the grill grate. Um, mm-hmm. Non, uh, whatever sauce you want, you can white sauce. You can just do olive oil. You can do. Uh, I do a lot, of, mostly red sauce for me, um, white sauce, and then uh, me. I'm a meats guy, and then those cheeses. I mean, the one greenery that I really like on cheese uh, pizzas is spinach. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I love yeah, spinach. Yeah. What about what oh, I used to hate spinach? Well, little we gotta have him over our pizza pa- podcast. Pa- oh, Popeye yeah. the Sailor Man, man, I always love spinach. <laughs> oh gosh, got the oils. He's been haunting pizza. Matt all year with the hashtag barbecue year of pizza. We gotta have him on for the year of pizza. All right, so reining it in here. What is this beer again? This is Absolution with A B T solution. Abt being a quad, a Belgian kind of a name for a beer. Uh, absolution. This is so a Belgian. You beer. drink this, you get absolution. I was about ah. to drink this. Yeah, you're, you need to get you get you some water. That's a swig water. What happened to my beer? Oh, uh, so <laughs> this is a, so this it was is a Belgian. It's Belgian a Belgian style. dark. They call it a Belgian a dark Belgian ale. Um, and with that ABV, the the nine percent. Um, it's roughly a, uh, we'll just say it's a dark Belgian ale because it's not with the, with absolution, the ABT is a kind of a monk thing they used to call the, uh, quads, which is a, I gotcha. A big beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I learned about that where the, the monks would do the Trappist brews, like she talked about, uh, there was a one X then a two X and a three X They're how long they're aging on. Plus, you know, they're putting more sugars in the stronger beers and they're getting stronger. So you get four X, you get a quad, you get three X, you're getting a triple. Two X is a double. Uh, Dubel, D-U-B-B-E-L, triple is T-R-I-P-E-L, you know, the Belgian spelling. So sure, those are your Belgian. Those are your base Belgian beers. And if, like he said, he's had the Trappist. Now, the, one of the Trappists you can find anywhere. Okay, a beer like this you can find anywhere for holidays. If you're going to eat with your big ass steak or your... Your primary roast, you know, for mm-hmm. Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas beer, this is fantastic. Is Chimay? 
Shamay, there's a blue label, a white label, and a red Chimay. label. Shamay. C-H-A-M-A-Y. <laughs> now, Shamay, you can find everywhere. And they are fantastic. They're just There's like, a beer called Shamay. Shamay. And that's a style. It's a you know, Shamay like is a Trappist beer. Shamay are Belgian beers like this. So Shamay is a brand. Shamay is a brand. Okay, Shamay okay. is a monastery. What the hell? This is it's either monks are making. <laughs> How deep does all this go? Now, this is like Illuminati oh, shit. Let me get you one step further. Shamay also does cheeses, and they do this monster cheeses. Now, some of them will do cheeses, and some of them will do cheeses and mustards. They're Brilliant. The mon- this is how the monasteries make money. They brew beers, and they've been brewing beers for a long, long They're time. They're on to something. All right? This is... Whew. Is that... Now, you like now, that? I love this. Now, um... Shimei. Everybody wanna, get Shimei. I want to preface the people that are listening to this second half of beers. If you are a Miller Lite drinker, if you are that, you know, that Pilsner style, that's all you've had, don't jump on these yet. You need yeah. to work You need to work, work your way yourself up. Work your yeah, way up. I did. I couldn't drink an IPA when I first, when I, here's how, when I be, wanted to become a craft beer guy, I, I, I did my research first. Yeah. And I read, I, what is an IPA? Yeah. It's an India Pale Why do they call it India Pale Because the British would hop the crap out of these barrels of beer and they would sail around the Cape. And South Africa and go to India with these beers. And so they wouldn't spoil is why they threw all the hops in them. Ah. This is from like 1800. Because it took so long, took so long yes, to get there. The hops kept the beer from spoiling. It also made them brrr. Yeah. You know, so the English came up with the IPA, India Pale Hell, because they were selling the sailors. Their rations were beer. Yeah. And... Is there a lake out here? What's there? There is. Okay. There's water. There's water. There's water. Sorry. I'm like, what? 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 That's a creature. Squirrel. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's, and that, that was one of the first things I learned about beer. And the other, the second thing I learned with craft beer is like, I couldn't drink a Guinness. And I thought, man, if I'm going to call myself a beer drinker, I've got to be able to drink a Guinness. Guinness is one of the, yeah. the beers. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so at first I'm like, oh no, it's burnt coffee. I can't drink it. Oh no, it's burnt coffee. So I started drinking different beers, and I worked my way up to strong IPAs, uh, more hoppy. Just yeah. gradually, I started with pale ales, and then went to India pale ales, um, and then finally I said, "Okay, let's do stouts. Let's do Guinness." Yeah, okay, I get it now. I changed my palate. Yes. So I had a crazy beer journey. I went from, you know, uh, drinking um, what's that? Anyways, light beer, Pilsner beers. Yes. Um, well, Pilsner's is what we have. There's one that, the, one that starts with a with a with a with an R in a green bottle. Um, rolling. Rolling Rock. Oh yeah. I started with Rolling yeah. Rock, you know, and Bush, and 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 I've and shout out Cheeky. Yeah, my my 18th birthday, my parents got me an 18 pack of Bush. Um, what they, but anyways, so I got through all that, and I never went into IPAs. Against I went from drinking Pilsner beer. To straight up uh, going Guinness, oatmeal porters, stouts, things like that. Good for I you. Left left hand milk stout. Yep, great from uh, yeah from Colorado. Yeah, but great I would beer. say four or five years ago, Joel did not like IPAs. Hated them He's because like, of nope, the hops. It was don't like, like eating, IPAs. It was like eating a flower. I, like you would drink Our, it. My best friend felt- is from Portland, Oregon, and she would come and be like, <laughs> "Oh well, let's get some some IPAs or whatever." And he's, "I don't like them. I don't like them." And then. She would, she bought a couple that you ended up yeah. liking, and next thing you know, it's like all IPA. That's all he drinks. IPAs. It was like uh, I felt like when I would drink it, it was like 
like perfume. I, like, yes. whew, like the aftertaste. I hated it. That's I like how he said Portland but, and he laughed. But yeah, because Portland is one of the best beer cities in the country. That's true. But I went. Uh, I started. I feel like I started weird. I did the same thing with bourbon. I started with scotch and then went down to bourbon. You know, if you I mean? started with scotch, you can drink anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, but um, Guinness was one that I tried to drink, and the reason I didn't like it was because of the, the no carbonation. And Guinness makes one called it's called Guinness Extra Stout. Yes, I marinated some T bones in that, and it is oh yum. It's it has all the quality and flavor of Guinness, but it's carbonated. And it, it's got that fizziness that I love, the bubbles. So I love Guinness Extra Stout. Well, the T-Bones I marinated in Guinness Extra Stout a couple of days ago. They, yeah. they like the bubbles too? Did you? No, they like the reload magnum I finished. hey Yes, that's what I did. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I used on it. And I, really, then, I really want a steak now. And they were re- <laughs> reverse seared. I will say this. If you have a steak in the fridge upstairs, like... Especially <laughs> with these beers. Yeah, with these, these, I've these, got some beef liver that, uh, yeah. this, that Lou brought us. These all would be good with those ribs up there, too. These beers, go though, get some. they do. These beers make you want to have mm-hmm. a heavy cut yes. of red meat. Yes, 100%. These are my Chris. These, when you say Christmas beers, now the others are Christmas flavored, like Christmas cookie, Christmas spice cake, Christmas, but you know, these are what I drink with a Christmas meal because I, I'm not a, I like wine, but I don't do a lot of, a lot of wine. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll, for me, a bourbon or a rye or anything, a cognac or anything is after dinner for me. Yeah. Cognac. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is cognac ish. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. yes. The after dinner yes, drink, Joel, is. is called a digestif. Digestif mm. and, and aperitif. That's hot. <laughs> the the, the aperitif is before and the digestif is after. Oh. oh. So I, when I have a, a bourbon after a full meal, that's my digestif. Digestif, yeah. Do you put your smoking jacket on and have a cigar with it? I yes. need a cigar right now, it's like big time. Rich mahogany and leather. <laughs> Rinse Corinthian leather. <laughs> Do you have it in the library? <laughs> yes, I hang it there. I'm ready for the next beer. Uh, you are because it is the. I am super excited about this one. I'm super excited about this for a really weird reason. What is Do, that? Reason? Can you guess what that reason is, Stacy? No, you can't guess why. I am excited for this beer. Come on, put it together. Matt Farr competed in these. No, no, <laughs> Kentucky. Breakfast this is a stout. Kentucky breakfast stout, you but love it's breakfast. styled as KBS, and Stacy and I are part of a Knoxville, Knoxville Bourbon, Bourbon Society, Society. KBS. KBS. So I always see this because I, I only get on Facebook to look at bourbon posts. That's true. And uh, <clears throat> KBS is, is a lot of it, and so I, I've always seen this beer around, and I'm like, I want to try this Knoxville Bourbon Society beer. What hashtag. The, what, what did I hashtag miss? Hashtag KBS. Matt competed in K. KCBS? KCBS. Okay. Kansas City. I wasn't, I wasn't too far off. Now I have yeah. been told. <laughs> you got three out of four letters, <laughs> sure. right? That's I talked with a KBS judge in Kansas City, and she goes, oh, honey, you need to become a KBS judge. And I went, that is brilliant. Yes, I do. I need to become a judge. And then? And I haven't done it yet. You okay. should. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I like barbecue so much. <laughs> All right. I so want to be the one to be judged. Founders. K- highly acclaimed KBS, Kentucky Bourbon Stout, a flavored stout, is good for everything a flavored stout ought to be good for. So, L brewed with chocolate, 
and coffee aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, I mean, like, that's right up my alley. So when I was picking these out, they had two other versions as well. They had an espresso and a maple Mackinac fudge, and I didn't know which one to get. And so I- I, I, You got the right one. I got the right one, and then I went home, and I was talking to my brother, and he said, do yourself a favor and get the maple Mackinac fudge. It's only come out for, like, the last week and a half- I've never had this that This is one. just the original. I did not get the maple Mackinac fudge. And he said- If you go back, get it just for yourself because it's, yeah. it's probably he really He said it won't last long. It'll sell quick. People usually will line up to get these things. Yeah. And he said it's phenomenal. It's amazing how much Stephen, how cultured Stephen is, and we don't get to experience it. Stephen well, is, a, is, a, is a fine man, and a gentleman and a scholar. That's well, you I hunt every weekend, but he's wanting us to come over and enjoy a fire what, and a nice pour. What if we replaced Joel with Stephen? Like, <laughs> right. I think it would raise the level of the podcast. Oh, I will God. say, he took a picture of his bourbon cabinet, and he said, if you see anything that you want to sample, just let me know. And I'm like, oh, oh. I, I have received bourbon from Stephen. That's so true. He's, he's a oh, very good oh. man. Dude. Well, listen, as much as he loves bourbon, he loves craft beers and yeah. he will get these. He said that these actually can last several years. Yeah. So no, definitely. I've had, he said him and his wife, Natalie, for- um, you know, shout out Natalie, U S air force. Um, she, him and her will, will get these beers and they'll keep them in their, um, in their house and let them age a few years while they, and they just bring them out for special occasions. So oh, wow. knows this mother. Knows knows it right. Oh yeah, now. just yeah, but don't even coffee. Just, oh, hundred percent roasted coffee. Wow, because this is fresh. If you if you would age this a year, <laughs> it would be less coffee, more chocolate. But it's still this is right. a wonderful. So thing. what do you want me to do here? Do you want to take Wait, a sip no, first, sip first, first or chocolate first? Sip first, oh. then chocolate, then sip. Yes, exactly what she said. Mm. I mean, straight up, like, fresh roasted coffee bean. my God, that's so good. If if you poured this in a mug and handed it to me in the morning, I'd be like, this is a cup of coffee. Let's go. With chocolate in it. Do you not get that dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Yep. Very. It's coffee. Let's do a little chocolate. chocolate. Kentucky breakfast stout, guys, by Founders. Readily available. Like like a little bit of like a burnt coffee. Yes. This is a gem. (laughs) It's so good. I'll have to save for last. Well, that's actually not last because I have something else right here. <gasps> what? Dun, dun, dun. He saw it, but he still don't know what it is. <laughs> um, oh, so, no. I know what that is. <laughs> no, I, I highly, know, but you don't know exactly what that is. I highly recommend that you guys go out and get some of this. KBS, like I said, there's there's multiple variations. Oh, my God. With the chocolate. <laughs> yes. When With you have the, the chocolate. chocolate, it, like, accentuates, like, the coffee flavors. It does. Mm. It does. You know? You're right. It don't it, accentuate It neutralizes chocolate. the chocolate flavors and brings up the coffee. It, it makes is, it richer. If you all, I'm, I got to speak to the to the people for a minute. Speak if, to the people. If you're wanting to listen to this podcast, like, three times, because <laughs> by the end of it, Write you it down. Will, you'll know everything you need to know about the, the, the pairings and what, how to go. Chamay. 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 Come here, Chamay. <laughs> I want some Chamay. <laughs> she got uh, a good TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tell, I'm telling you, this is uh, like mm. this whole journey we just went on with all this. Has, write them down. Yeah, write them down because uh, this one right here is the perfect finish. Now, what's the ABV on this one? Uh, that's what I'm looking at. 12. So, Holy shit. This, but, but, this is our strongest one tonight, I think. I'm telling you, man. The other but two. But you couldn't tell. The other two no. tasted 
stronger. Way and it stronger. Was, it was the consistency this of the is beer. Smoother. So what? You, what was that one? Like a a, a ten point five? That one? Yes, it was. Muy, muy bien, the wax Not, one. Nine yes. and then ten point five for the wax one. So what, Lou? What you did with these beers in the second half for sure? Um, bringing us through. I what was the uh, the the one with the red wax called? It is muy. Benita. Okay, so the Moy Benita. Moy Benita. That one right there, um, that was a heavy beer. It was heavier. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as like, I, I keep saying heavy, rich. More complex. Maybe. Yes. Um, and then we lightened up a tad mm-hmm. with the Imperial. The figs. The figs and all that. Totally, I want one. I, I got to get a bottle of that. I got to have it with steak. I have to. Mm-hmm. Do the Chimay, yeah. Like, have to, have to, have to have this. And then, but... This one on the back end here is just like refreshed everything out. Even though it's he- even it's a heavy beer, coffee, the, it's the like carbonation. It's like an after dinner cup of coffee. As yes. It's like the cigarette after Perfect. sex. Bigger, yeah. bigger, even better. Yes, bigger than a desert. <laughs> I used to do that. You know, the, bigger, bigger <laughs> than your after dinner <laughs> drink. That was pre Stacy. I mean, of course, after dinner drinks could be cognac. Now, could be would you say like these KBSs, if you were to age them in the bottle for a year mm-hmm. or two, like you've done with these other ones, yes. would would they become a little heavier? No, or mellower. I only vape mellower. Money. They would be less punchy, coffee ish, and more chocolatey. Probably smooth. a touch more chocolatey. Would you? Would it lose carbonation? Not a lot. Okay. We got to get the Mackinac. Oh, I've got the some maple beers Mackinac. That are like yeah. 2012, 2013s, 2014s. That oh, I haven't wow. opened. They're Cajun court like this one was with yeah. the uh, cork and the the uh, cage on it, and they're oh, yes. Yeah, I just love coffee so much, and we want to do a coffee of, podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. The, the this coffee. would be a part of a coffee podcast. Yeah. I mean, okay, coffee, okay. coffee. I never drank much coffee. I came coffee backdoor through beers. That's what she said. Because I started, <laughs> it was dark and rich. A little nutty. Was that back door dark and rich? <laughs> and nutty. <laughs> so the coffee, Damn I peanuts. started drinking coffee beers before I ever drank coffee. And because I said, if this is coffee, I want some. Uh-huh. And, and so, well, my aversion to coffee was I'm not real big on super hot drinks. I'll drink the snot out of iced coffee. I love the flavor of coffee, mm-hmm. but I don't like. Sure, it's like I get a bowl of soup. I'll set it aside for five minutes before I eat it because I just can't eat the hot stuff. I don't know. I sensitive. my old man up sensitive. There, I call him Leather Tongue because he literally can get a bowl of soup or a bowl of chili off straight from the straight from the, uh, the freaking pot. And just I'm with you, Lou. I'll drink five six cups of coffee a day. Black is how I drink everything, but like it has to cool down a little bit. It has to okay. wait 10, 15 okay. minutes. Get down so to that one forty ish range. You know, it can't be two hundred. Okay, degrees. well, like, this is weird because today I was actually thinking how my coffee has to be like the perfect hot temperature before I'll drink it. If it drops slightly bef- below that, I won't drink it. I if will it's drink. Too hot, I'll drink, drink a cold cup of coffee. Yes. It doesn't here. bother me mm-hmm. one bit. Mine's going to be like not hot where it hurts. I like the coffee flavor. Yeah. Is why. Yeah, but not like warm hot. Like I want it hot. Hot. I, now, I, I am a snob with the perfect nah, My wife's that way. She's, no, no, that way. She's, my wife makes her coffee like in a ceramic cup, hot out of the coffee maker, mixes everything in, puts it in the microwave for a minute, gets it boiling hot, <laughs> then puts it in like the thermos so it stays hot. It's like the, the Cuban, metal one. It's the Cuban in her, Oh my it? gosh, it's so bad. Like, so, so she has two coffee cups every morning, one to warm it up and then the other to keep it warm. And then she warm. reduces it and has espresso out of it. Yeah. I love her. 
Now no. I do. That's another thing. So I she drinks a bit hot. Yeah, she it has to oh. be burning hot for her. Oh to drink my gosh, it. I love oh, her. She's crazy. We talked about my experience with espresso on a, a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah, we did. Tanked. It wasn't good. Um, I like hot coffee. I like it to be not scalding, but I I I want a a good hot cup of coffee. I want to feel it. Aww. Finish your drinks, guys. We've got another one to do. <laughs> I just broke. Your- <laughs> Okay. I'm scared to finish this. I need another glass. Mm. All right. I have something for us. Yes. Uh, also. Um, Do you think we should wait till beer 102? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He sees we, it now. We, we, let's save your special beers to beer, for beer 102, Joel. Yeah. Because okay. uh, I've been drinking quite a bit. And, I just uh, showed him what this was. Well, I always want to show it to you guys. I want to get loose yeah, take on it. Let, let's talk about it some. But uh, oh, yeah. I want to taste yours please. when we can enjoy it. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Well, <laughs> we may not enjoy Lou, it. Lou, may, you just got to come over. Not, not, not after nine house. drinks. Last time he was going to Lamar. Squirrel. Lou, Lou comes that's over. A, that's a huge TV. For the next, when we when we get into the new house, Lou comes over. We'll do pizzas. And then, oh yeah, pizzas and beer. Yeah, because that way, oh. there's so many things you can do with pizzas. I'm not a traditionalist on pizzas because you could do chorizo. You could do whatever mm-hmm. you want. You just got to look past the boxes and all the unpacking and stuff now, like that. I don't that. know. What do you think about the, using the barbecue sauce for a base and doing like a barbecue pool? I've done pulled oh, pork yeah. pizzas. Oh, yeah, pulled pork. Pickled I've done that. Pickled red onions, perfect, yes. Mm-hmm. Cilantro. Oh. A pizza all, is just a, levels, it's just a vehicle. Yes. You can put whatever you want in it. Thank God. Like, like, like you know. <laughs> it's with, like a flat sandwich. With a yes. burger, you're an asshole if you put more than three toppings on it because you're ruining it. <laughs> but with a pizza, you can do whatever you want. If you it's don't really have really at least no three toppings on a pizza, then you're an asshole. Yeah. No, pepperoni pizza? Come on, no. Now, I do a straight a pepperoni a lot of times, but then- and I'm doing like eight meats. And then, yeah. Uh, you know what? There are so many types of pepperoni. You could do eight, eight, eight pepperoni yes, toppings. You could do a beef pepperoni. Like, my, favorite, pepperoni. my favorite toppings, pepperoni, jalapenos, blue cheese. Ooh, my favorite is. That's all over the place. That's good. Pepperoni. Yeah. That's um, flying bee. Jalapeno. Um, when it comes out, a drizzle of hot honey and then yes. some arugula. Now, that, oh, if you have not done honey yet, mm-hmm. uh, the, like Mike's hot honey. I love the oh, that was so on, That was on some of those ribs. <sighs> the peach ribs. Okay. All right. So before before we get into your treat, I want to just get these out and we'll talk about them. <laughs> Jerry's excited. Uh, Sorry, guys. There's an extra couch for him to sleep on. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, gonna work. I'm, not, I'm still not going to show him what this is. All right. So we'll hand these to you. Okay. Um, oh, these homemade? Are these, these are homemade brews. These are home brews. Here, and, uh, Save oh, those for pizza. Those will be great with pizzas. Mm-hmm. Oh, the piece of ice. I didn't know what that was. Pizzas so in January? I have a had a customer, and he's an English. You all right? <laughs> Englishman. Uh, got a burp or a stroke? No, he was an English. Both. He's an Englishman. And Englishman? He, he's an Englishman. He's from the UK. Is he English? He's from English. He's proper. English? I, I can't do it. Um, but... Hey, hey. Right. <laughs> that, right. Isn't that Australian? Right. <laughs> but, um, right, too. Hey, tell a story over here. <laughs> so, about an Englishman. Yes, about a, with a spot of beer. Did he live on Berlin? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, Do okay. you know the Muffin Man? The one on Berlin? I'm about to show you. Yes, the one on Berlin. <laughs> We're spiraling out of control. I'm about to show you a muff here in a minute. It's in my pants. All right. Don't tease me. <laughs> it's a bush. The bush is the biggest. All right. So if you look at the dates on top of these, I don't, I tried, I called this guy on my way home because I've had these for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and I've kept them in the back of the fridge, try to keep them pretty dark. But 
Um, he gave me these. I don't know what they are. Look at the bottom, Lou. There's like some settling. Yeah, most homebrews will have some settlement. In okay, it. but um, that's okay. He told me what they are, and one of them, I think the one to the to your far left, he said was a that's one ass kicking motherfucker right there. You know, but um, <laughs> is he from New York or uh, yeah? <laughs> but, he uh, said, "I put the jersey in your pants." <laughs> I can't do the accents, man. But um, the dates on those, I think the oldest one is from '09. He's had it bottled since '09. Yep, five three oh nine. Does, is it still going to be good? Yeah, he, I've drank old beers before. This will be good well, and busy. If he, well, they may not. Well, this has this still has carbonation. You can see it. He yeah. said, "If you crack it and it doesn't go." He said, throw it out. It's vinegar. Well, right. It, or it's just syrup. Yeah. It's just, you like flat, flat, flat old beer. No. You can't even cook with that. Nah. That's going to be so, so good with, with some sourdough pizzas. So I don't even know. I don't know the flavor profiles on these. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know we were going to have this much of a gamut so, of beers. So, but I wish I knew what the initials stood for. I know. UDB. I'll find out. ETB. I'm, I'm putting his gate up next week. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'm just asking what they are because I can tell you Eng- if they're English style beers. Uh, yes. So because English make really good beers. So tell, what, tell your customer that you have a beer expert in your pocket. His name is Luke Kittrell. He's world famous. I will. And uh, in my own, you would know what these are. In my in my mind. <laughs> so okay, we'll save those for beer 102. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Because yeah, you've saved them this long, so they can save a little longer. <laughs> I feel like we need our pitmaster and producer to try those too. You're exactly right. You're right. I like that. Oh, Matt. speaking of English beers, now this is not a reload recommend, but it's it's a pre recommend. I've oh. been watching The Crown on Netflix. <laughs> and That's a good show. Yes, it is. Uh, and uh, uh, Claire Foy in the first two seasons, yeah. she is fantastic. She is. Fa- Look at the color of my water. Just from cleaning it out. I drink cleaning that. The grass. That's just to me. That's hydration. Yeah, Matt. Want- Matt can take a field trip, come down to the new Hizzy, yeah, make yeah. some sourdough pizzas, and have some homebrewed beers. Let's mm-hmm. go. So I, yeah. Um. I okay. This is a sad story, but this is a good story. Um. We had a neighbor behind us, uh, older gentleman who was a World War II vet, Navy Pacific Theater, and he was a homebrewer, and he. Uh, had some beers. He had some brown ales. Just some real basic beers. And he just wanted to give you, what do you think? And I went, God. I took them home. Oh, these are great. So his name was George Stubbs. George passed away a few years ago. He's up in his 90s. A great, great guy. And plus he served our country. So. Sure. And t- Veterans Day. Hey. He was on a destroyer in the Pacific Theater. So he's on tin camp. You know. Um, he gave me all of his brewing equipment. Oh, oh wow. wow, that's amazing! And just and such a and he talked. He went with my mom and dad make wine. The bottle I brought you tonight. Yeah, you brought over the some muscadine wine. Muscadine wine, which is a rosé. Yeah, you have a bottle of wine. Uh, and the frizz. He pretty much taught my parents frizz. His, his his wine making techniques, and it's a, it's a basic technique, but carboys and all this stuff, and and I've helped them bottle it and yeah. cork it and all this stuff. So Renaissance man, super. He loved to travel. Went to. Went to Belgium a lot of times. Belgium, uh, tons of times. His wife uh, was from up east. Uh, she had the uh, great accent. I love those. I mean, I'm going to cry because they're just great people. They're super yeah. nice people. And the neighbors I grew up with, you know, all through school. Yeah. And uh, But I want to mention George because it's Veterans Day and George was a World War II vet. And my wife's a vet. There you go. She's wow. Oh, oh, I didn't thank know you. that. That's awesome. Yes. So, yeah, hey, thank you. America thanks you. That's thank right. You for serving. We are very thankful. Canadian listeners, uh, believe me, uh, 
I've been in Canada a lot of times, and and you're really proud of your military too. So. Yeah, thank you. We're proud mm-hmm. of all uh, all yes. of uh, the 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 hot poppy they wear is the English and the yeah Canadians wear it. It's there's just a lot of significance in that. Well, you know, like you know, not, not to get off too off subject, but you know, we're just especially in our family, we're super emotional about uh, our military and, and our, yeah. several family members yeah. that yes served. Actually, our sister in law just got off of a deployment in Afghanistan couple months ago mm-hmm. 19 years in the air in third, the air force third deployment man awesome so mm-hmm. we gotta get her we and steven is her husband which is my brother yes. is the one that we're talking about that is the beer oh, awesome. and so it's full circle, full circle. Yep. i had an uncle yep. who uh retired as master sergeant at fort campbell which master sergeant when is a tough rank to get that's yeah. her and that's then, what she is yeah yeah so you follow yeah you have to be in like yeah yeah but he is revered and he and just i had so many uncles serve and so yeah. many family members my dad was an isn't Andy. she a master sergeant yep that's what she she just got that ranking yep this that's year. Yep. that's it's high i mean seven I'll bars put it this or way like as master sergeant they can go anywhere they want yeah. they can do what they yeah. want <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's she's looking at going towards retirement yeah she should 19? Yeah, 20 years in yeah, yeah. 19 20 yeah. years in that's perfect Awesome. What do we got next? Thank you, America. Thank you, Canada. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Allied Forces. That's right. All right. So, you have something in front of you. Sir. I do. It's a jar. It's a mason jar. It literally is a M-A-S-O, a mason jar with a screw on top. <laughs> now, this is not, this is legal. This is taxed. Um, it's moonshine. It's proof down. Why did you do air quotes when you said taxed? Because there are things in East Tennessee and <laughs> Western North Carolina and Eastern Kentucky and West Virginia and North Georgia and North Alabama you can get that's not taxed. So, so, so this is that's right. legal. This is we legal. got you, Lou. We got you. Yeah. Okay. Legal moonshot. Quote it. All right. I like. And there's the- an extra special thing to this one. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna tell y'all first. But you give me your little glasses. Ah, give me them seconds. All right. So you do a whiskey test and everything. This is okay. In technicality, it's it's a spirit. It's what whiskey started as. This is what it's, it, it, it's not, it's not barrel aged, or it, it would be charred. Yeah, the, this is the white dog. Yeah, but it's proof way down. This is not as strong as white dog. All right, and you do not put this to your nose right away. Ooh, good pour. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure moonshine is something that we want to be uh, sniffing. Well, no. Give you a quarter of that pour. <laughs> when, you, when you get this, you'll... To thank me for sniffing it, actually. Is this bacon-wrapped Oreos flavor? No, there yeah. is a bacon <laughs> moonshine. Oh. oh, yes. This is not it. Okay. This is not what the is bacon moonshine. Yeah, you got a heavy dog. That's no, you. Will, you will drink it all <laughs> once you. Shots? Oh, where is all right? We gotta wait to wait to wait to sniff it till we can all sniff it together. Yeah, because I want to see if you get what it is when we I sniff know, it. I, I'm, I'm going. I'm already imagining. What it is. Oh, okay, well, go, give me your guess first. Peach. All right, what do you think? Do I smell it or no? Not yet. I'm just guessing. It's, it's not peach bacon. Because you love, you love peach. I was thinking bacon. It's not bacon. Okay. I, you I, I know what it is. Okay, <laughs> okay nose it. Whoa. Whoa. It's uh, alcohol? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, all right, all right. Now, right. now you got to sniff this one like it's bourbon because, you know, it's. Yeah, it's, it'll swirl it's it a little. Stuff. This is weird. Cotton candy? I know what it is, and I, and I smell it 100%. Okay. Cotton candy. There is a cotton candy moonshine. Dude. Oh, this fuck? is not that. What is this? Okay, now he knows what it is. Hold go on. ahead. Go ahead and sip it. Hold Once on. you know you what know. it is, you're going to shoot. You're going Peach. I said peach. Mm-hmm. You did. I didn't okay. want to give it away. You know, the, it was like the, the peach O's. Guys. That's what I was getting. Don't you yes. think that's a little much for me? No. No? 
I, 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 I think that's a little much for me. <laughs> Lou goes, no. Listen, no, this is no. like a that's two, two shots. It's two, it's two shots. That's a lot when I've had all these beers. I will tell you, this is absolutely fantastic. It's mm. only 70 proof. Yes. It is only 70 proof. They proofed it down. Yum. Is it's it good? Tasty. Hold on. How is it? Very good. Drink, right. Do you drink this straight? It's not, oh, yeah. there, it's, this is not do like. Do you put it on the rocks at home or yeah, something or yeah, just yeah, shoot yeah. it? Just just like this. Oh, yeah. This is not like a, um, uh, you know what you, you know what the nickname is for this? For that? What is it? No. A panty dropper. Oh. <laughs> that's a damn truth. I like how all the men are looking at me. That's a damn truth. All the men are looking like, is now Joel going to get lucky? Now I, now I understand why you have like the biggest Thank pour you, ever. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. That's that all why makes I've got sense. the biggest pour. So, all right. Um, we, need to, we need to head to a break. But yeah. um, I will say that sometime, uh, especially when we get in the new place, I have a jar of shine that is... So, do you like cream corn? Yes. It is so cream corn. Oh, and so it, they really corned up the, the bill. Yeah. Okay. And it, so just for everybody that knows. And it, it, this is backwoods, John. Oh, that's, that's what I like. Something yeah. that we have not touched on. We have known Lou over Instagram, and he has been a guest on our podcast over the last few years. This is our first time being in-house, meeting in person. That's right. Face-to-face. Yep. I'm a first lot time. better looking than you thought. Too. Damn straight. Very much. Very much so. I've it's been staring at- the, 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 uh, the best hair in barbecue. Next, next <laughs> That's right. It's got me very jealous. <laughs> like Seriously, quit you running and, your fingers through their hair. You and Jeremy over here with your locks Ooh. is, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Let's take a break. When we get back, we're going to hit rapid fire with Jeremy and reload recommends with Joel. That's right. Right into rapid fire questions. We have our special guest, Mr. Lou Kittrell, tonight. So he will go first, and then we will do Stacy because she's really drunk and she'll have some funny answers. <laughs> and then we'll have Joel to wrap things up. First question. You don't wrap things. Oh. <laughs> raw dog, baby. Raw I'm dog. So sorry. Dad, Gary, raw dog. That's what she said. Stop that. You started it. First question bourbon or beer? Lou. <laughs> beer. Stacy, I love them both, but bourbon has less side effects for me. <laughs> bourbon. Bourbon. What is your favorite cut of meat on a pig? Lou. Ooh. Wow. Favorite cut of meat? Uh, probably the loin. The loin? Over ribs, over bacon, the loin. Because it's a little richer. I gotcha. Stacy. Bacon. Bacon. Joel. Ribs. Ribs, my man. What beer... With the great North American ape, aka Sasquatch, drink. Blue. Yeti. There's a beer called Yeti. There's a beer called Yeti. Wow. Yes, of course he would drink. His Yeti. cousin's beer. That's yes. cool. Stacy. I think he would drink a Stella as well. Stella he's as kind well. of like he's really distinguished. In, in the chalice and everything? He's distinguished. Yeah, you shave off the top. There you go. No, you're all wrong. He's a seasonal creature. He would drink Saison. 
Sizzle. I, I, I'd, I'd have a beer with him. I'm kind of disappointed that like he's from the Pacific Northwest and no one said Bush Latte. Oh. No. Wow. Wow, guys. Wow. Cheeky doesn't want to have a beer with Squatch. Oh, but, side note. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a Yeti I haven't had. There, there's different variations of Yetis. One will be on the 12 beers of Christmas for 2020. Ooh, a Yeti. Wow. A mythical creature. <laughs> what is the... <laughs> Sorry. What is the bit of chocolate at the end of an ice cream cone called? You know where they pour a little bit in at the bottom there? What is that bit called? Blue. Nipple. Ooh, nipple. That's <laughs> a like good that. one. That's a good one, yeah. Stacey. I was going to say the nub. Nub? Joel? Chode. Um, I had the happy ending. Ah, I like both, that. Both, both. Okay. <laughs> Scientifically speaking, is beer healthier than water? Blue. Yes, of course. Stacey. Added nutritional aspects. Exactly. Well, 1,000%. I once heard that there's not very many vitamins and minerals in beer, so you have to drink a lot of it. It's better than water. It's yeah. like liquid bread. It, it doubles as Listen, a meal. For mental bread. health, for mm. mental health. Few things are better. Two See? thumbs up. Right. Covers all areas. You can only drink one beer for the rest of your life. What is that beer? Blue. Nuclearis, Wisconsin, Belgian red. Very specific response. Can turn me on a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Stacy. Rest of your life. I mean, I, I'm, I've already mentioned it. Stella Artois. I really love that. It's a really good, well-rounded beer. It's a twofer in the rapid fire. Wow. It is, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna, I've said it on the podcast a million times. I'll say it again. Lagunitas. That's that my, is classic for you. Everyday IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good beer. When making a beer can chicken, do you drink the beer warm or do you cool it down first? Boo. Well. The beer a- that was inside the chicken. <laughs> the- I uh, drink a third of the beer out. I put my spices in the beer can, mm-hmm. and then I cook the chicken butt in the can. And that chicken butt. Yeah, but that that beer. Do you drink it while it's still warm off the smoker, or do you let it cool down oh. first and then drink oh, it? Oh, well, I put that thing on ice, man, and then I'll add a drink little it later. Michelada, if you man. can eat a bacon wrapped Oreo, you can drink a beer I would, stuffed chicken. You know chicken. I would. A, chica, a the, chicolata. The chicolata. <laughs> and then put the chicken grease in it. Man, you're talking about flavor town. That's like a protein shake. Stacy, would you drink that beer warm or cooled down? Now, I will say I've never made a beer chicken before. Beer can chicken? But I would do. What I would do. But Shit. <laughs> what I would do is I would take that warm beer and I would make a freaking gravy out of it. Okay. So, um, no to all of the above. What? No, I'm not drinking the beer out of the ass of the chicken. <laughs> beer. I will drink the beer before I put it in the chicken, as Lou said. Uh-huh. And then I will, you know. Well, you guys drink a little bit so it doesn't bubble over. Yes. But I will drink. I, I am drinking yeah. cold, shove it in that ass. Uh, the correct answer is to actually pick the entire chicken up with the beer still inside of it, make like a luge, and then pour it through the neck uh, of the chicken yes. and drink it. Yeah. Because yes. you have a nice, warm, spiced beer. And, it, you know, it's fully cooked, you know, just like a bacon wrapped Oreo. That's fantastic. You know, genius level. Jeremy, good job. That's good. Our beers pretty much like pellets. They all taste the same. Blue. <laughs> oh, Lord, no. They're, they're way better than pellets. They you see. got your Delilah going on really strong right now. <laughs> it's getting late into the evening. Um, no. I mean, I already knew this, but after tonight, the food pairings and everything, like my eyes have been widely open, and I cannot wait for the next one. Eyes wide open. open. Yes. Mr. Licklider. No, they do not all taste the same. No. It is probably, I would say beers are probably the most versatile alcoholic beverage 
out there, hands down. They are. Yeah, I can probably agree with that. The final question of the evening, <clears throat> Mr. Luke Control, are Reload Rub's greatest seasonings of all time? Absolutely. There we go. Will Anchor Christmas Ale be on my Christmas list this year? It better be. If Stacey has one more shot of this peach moonshine, will I get lucky? <laughs> <laughs> that is a resounding lucky. yes. <laughs> and with that, I'm throwing it over to Joel for his segment. <laughs> That's right, guys. It's time for that segment that you love, the one you've been waiting for. This segment where we recommend things that you we think are cool and badass. With that being said, let's dive straight into it. Reload recommendations, recommendations from below. Yeah, baby. So, let's do this thing. I want to follow in Jeremy's footsteps. I got to quit saying that, though, because I've been following. You do it, like, I, every week, but, yeah. like, it's different people, so it's always different anyways. Well, I know, but it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, I'm copying you, and I don't want to be like that, so. Because you're trying to be like me. That's yeah. What it is. Well, I, there's, there's a level of envy. So, but I'm still doing it anyways. We're going to start with Lou, because he's our interim host uh, and producer or whatnot. Then we're going to run over to Stacy. We're going to go over to Glossy Eye Stacy. And then to Jeremy, and then end with yours truly. Lou, what well, is your recommendation? My normal, my non-Matfar BQ recommendation is buy your beer local. Buy local beer during Christmas season. Um, support your local brewery because COVID is, is murdering these small brewers. Yeah. And, you know, everybody is either a wine person or a bourbon person or a beer person. Even if you're not a beer person, you know somebody who is. Go to your local brewer. Wherever you're listening, there's going to be a local brewer. Buy some of their beer in a growler or in a bottle, in a can, whatever they have, and gift it. But support your local brewer. We're, we're blessed in, in everywhere because there's a lot of good brewers here. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Come back that, to me. I'm that's a good recommendation, too, because, you know, where people aren't able to go to the, to the um, bars and sit there and drink multiples, um, not only that, people aren't wanting to to even go out, period, to get those. So a lot of the, to-goes. the restaurants aren't getting as much business, which the restaurants are the ones that are buying them on tap. Yeah. So that's decreased amounts of kegs that are being bought um, from yeah. these local breweries. Um, let alone people aren't really going out to the stores and buying them or filling their growlers or sitting at the bar for three hours and having them filled. So they're hurting. I have, I have heard about it. They're all hurting really badly. If we could all go out, buy a six-pack, buy a by 12 go out and fill your growlers or go and sit down and have a couple beers it is supporting a local local family just like us a small business that is their livelihood yeah and i will say this a little plug here uh there's a company called drink tank they have some really cool growlers and they even have jeremy you were telling me they had an attachment yeah on their on their 64 and 128 ounce uh, growlers i do believe that they have a carbonation attachment so you could actually get that filled up on tap at your local brewery and then um you can you can um put a co2 cartridge in there and then it's like you have a miniature keg yeah of whatever beer you want from the brewery so, so if you want to yeah. get you if you want to get you a growler or some heavy beer and make it last yeah that's yep. drink tank like we, we've gotten a couple of their products here just here recently and that's it's cool. Excellent way to support your local breweries and support another uh, small business. All right, good stuff. So we're going to go, uh, Stacy. what's your recommendation? All right, my recommendation, you know, while I was out getting the beers for tonight's tasting, I was at Total Wine, and my favorite personal beer is Kentucky Bourbon, 
Bourbon. Listen to me, guys. I've had too much to drink. <laughs> Kentucky bourbon barrel aged beer. Okay, so it's a high gravity beer. It's always been one that has been my go-to. If it's on tap, I'm ordering it anywhere that we are. I was at the um, Total One and I saw that they had Kentucky bourbon barrel aged beer, but the peppermint variation. Come on, girl. Okay, so Ooh. I cracked one the other night, and I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. It is not a cheap taste. It has like a thin mint. Andy's chocolate um, taste yeah. to it. It is, it's phenomenal. And it's very oh. holiday, very, very holiday. So I suggest you go out and get one of those. It should be readily available. Yeah. Um, just a treat. It is an absolute treat. You drink one, you're feeling pretty good. So All right, go so get you one of those. Sounds ten- fantastic. Jeremy, before I jump to you, Lou, hit, yes. me, hit me with that uh, reload recommend. It's, it's Sturgill Sense and Cutting Grass, and this is Life of Sin. Quality of life has got me down Where the sex is cheap and the talk is overrated And the boys and girls and me been working on sand I just, uh, over over the weekend, me and Wildcat, we're driving down We listen to Sturgill all the way down, all the way back That's a great album and I love a great it. song It's fantastic, so Check That'll that. be going on Reload Recommends on Spotify. That's so right. Make sure you guys follow that playlist. We add a, uh, a song every single week. Perfect. Um, every song on there slaps. Every song on there is, 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 is a good one. Not the, Jer- on. not the Jeremy. Only two are good for Jeremy. But the other ones are great. I like to go to it. And I hit I hit random or shuffle. Yeah, shuffle. And I have that going while I'm cooking. And it's... That's really good. So, so Jeremy, what you got, boss man? Uh... <clears throat> I have a TV show to recommend this week. Hey. Uh, after last week's episode, we started talking about a show that you had recommended in the past, and I have binged that show since our last episode, and uh, I've come to really like it. It's uh, Shit's Creek. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, the the main characters are all uh, hot garbage. Um, they're very <laughs> dislikable, uh, but like it grows on you, and it's it's a really interesting show. Uh, you gave a brief description before, yeah. so I won't go into that. But uh, check it out. It's on Netflix, and I didn't realize this, but did you know that? The father and the son on the show are father and son in real life. No, no way. And it makes sense now. They, they, the they, manner, their eyebrows are like the same. Yeah, eyebrows. Yes. Um. And so, and then also, you know, Twyla, the waitress in the um in the uh, in the cafe restaurant. Yes. That's his sister daughter. That's the daughter of the father. Wow. Yes. So it's like a family show. I never knew that. My, my sister watched the show it, and she pointed better. it out. Yeah. Makes it even better. Yeah, because like the the waitress in the cafe, they, they treat her like trash and stuff because she's yeah. so towny. But like that, that's like his daughter in real life. She's kind of a slut too, I think, isn't she? In the no. show. No. 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 His real daughter. His daughter in the show is. Yes, that's what I meant. No, but like the uh, the waitress in the cafe. Oh, okay. Is is his daughter in real life, and she's just kind of like a regular townie and stuff. It's pretty funny. That's fantastic. Uh, but that's my recommendation for the week: uh, Shit's Creek on Netflix, all the seasons. Check it out. I'll back that up. That's a good one to go watch for sure. So, my recommendation uh, was well, a little lackluster, but I actually changed it up now after this massive tasting we had here with Lou, and I'm he's holding it right now. It's the Founders KBS. That this beer right here. Blew my socks off. It did. Um, best beer of the night for me. Um, then it goes Christmas one, and then the the Absolution will be third for me. Uh, but that KBS beer, it, if you like, if you found like co- by founders, if you like coffee at all, this is a great beer for you. A great after dinner beer. 
just just good all around. I could have, I could literally probably drink, you know, probably four to five of those, no problem. Um, be fantastic. So, and they'll not. Well, I say I could drink four to five of that. What is that? Twelve percent. Uh, it's on that sucker. That it's it's big. That is a. Stout. I think I think it's twelve. Yeah. 12%. ABV so, for a 12 ounce so, so bottle. I, I may not be drinking four to five it of those, yes. but I, I would definitely drink two to three. It <laughs> doesn't. You, you drink four to five of those, your panties will be dropping. Yeah. <laughs> his panties are always on his it, ankles. It don't take that much. All right. So, but that is my recommendation, and I hope you guys check it out. So, that we appreciate it. And that's the end of the show. You guys. Very festive. I, I'm, I'm super excited to have some more like. Festive, cheerful beers. Under it's the our holidays, belt. man. Holidays. Get out there and and branch Splurge. out. Y'all are stressed over enjoy. having to buy presents for everybody else. Go buy you a four pack, a six packs of these. Yes. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Sit down by the fireplace, like you said earlier. The KBS is a fireplace beer. If there's yes. one thing that we've learned yes. in 2020 is that life is short. Like too much crap has been going on. Get you a pack of these things. Sit down and enjoy it. And one thing that I've learned tonight is there is a lot. I mean. Deep, deep, deep caverns of levels to beer. Um, there's a lot more to beer, a lot of uh, stories to beer than uh, you may not know. So, anyways, get you some stories, drink them, and then talk about them later. Thank you, Lou, for <laughs> coming on. You're welcome. Thank it, you it was for a pleasure. Fun. I mean, it's been it's been long overdue. We've been yes. dying yes. to meet finally, you. Anyways. It's like we meet in person. We've talked forever. We oh, meet in person. Yeah, this man. could go on for hours. I mean, hours and hours. And this is just tapping into what... Mm-hmm. We hope to tap so, into the guys, future. There will be a future. There will be a beer 102 with Lou um, coming up in the future as well. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, guys, you need to subscribe. You hit that button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to That Real Podcast anytime, anywhere. And with that being said, though, Lou, I need you to tell everybody where they can find you. At Blues and Barbecue, uh, it's B-L-U-E-S-A-N-D-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B-Q-B-A-R-B
It's The Bachelorette, and oh, Claire went home last week, and <laughs> Tasha, this is her first week. Like, oh, yeah, that is exciting. Things are happening. Actually, I hate Tasha. I think she's really? a, I think she's hot, hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like her on The Bachelor or in Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. In Paradise yeah. uh, her in that whole John Paul Jones thing. JPP. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's such a weird dude. 